What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome aboard National Football Show. It's your boy Big Sills. Happy Football Monday to you. We appreciate everybody stepping in with us here. And it's Cowboy Week, baby. It's Cowboy Week. We're going to talk Cardinals here in a second. By the way, I saw the game a little different than everybody else. And I'll get to that here in a second. I'll give you my takeaways. But, um, All the things that you have worked in the offseason for, all the expectations, all the dreams, all the things are in front of you. And Sunday night, it is going to be off the chain at Lincoln Financial. What an incredible week it is going to be in the lead up. I got Michael Irvin calling me going, Sills, when do you need me? I, I could come on Thursday or Friday. He wants to talk Eagles and Cowboys. I got Charles Haley. These are old friends of mine wanting to talk Eagles and Cowboys. Darren Woodson, Tony Casillas. I'm working on Emmett Smith. This is going to be a fabulous weekend. This is going to be amazing. Guys, I got to tell you, man, I saw the game differently. And let me get to my takes, and I promise you, I will get to your takes and we'll go back and forth as we always do. That's what you guys do, and I love it. Dallas Goddard's the best tight end in pro football. He is a horse. That guy in Baltimore, Andrews, is a hell of a player too. And they've got a great dynamic between Lamar Jackson and Andrews. Dallas Goddard's the best tight end. In fo- I'll take Dallas Goddard. You can have Travis Kelsey. You, you, I'm okay with Dallas Goddard. He gets that ball in his hand. He is a horse running down that side. I'm going to tell you something. He's the closest thing I see to Gronk. His hands aren't Gronk, but he is a beast in open field. Dude, he is a beast. Every time they threw the ball to him, it was a complete mismatch. 
That was one of my takeaways. He is absolutely a weapon. A complete weapon, Dallas Goddard. And I see why they moved off of him. Talking Zach Ertz, this guy's, this guy's better. He's a better tight end. He's bigger. Man, what a mismatch he is. I'm going to say this about Kyler Murray, too. Kyler Murray lost that football game. Or here, let me back it up. Kyler Murray lost the opportunity for that football team to either tie it or win it late with his decision-making on the field. I mean, he makes so many spectacular plays, but he makes about 10 or 15 bonehead plays and overthrows in every game I ever watch. I'm going to make a comparison for you between him and Jalen Hurts, and you tell me if you subscribe to this. And I'm going to use the comparison of Emmett Smith and Barry Sanders. Jimmy Johnson told me this, and this is what you get with Kyler Murray versus Jalen Hurts. When I watch Kyler Murray play, I think of Barry Sanders. You've got to learn to live with minus plays because he's going to make you spectacular plays in the game. But you've got to be cool. How many times did you watch Barry Sanders do this? Minus two, minus one, four yards, minus five, 82 yards down the sidelines. You've got to learn to live with those minus plays. When you watch Jalen Hurts, five yards, six yards, nine yards, four yards, eight yards. You look up, he's got 28 carries and 157 yards, and the Cowboys won. Remember those games? How many times did you look up at the stat sheet and go, Emmett had 150 yards rushing? And when you watch Barry, he was 10 times more spectacular. But at the end of the day, Emmett never had minus plays. That's the similarities between Emmett and Jalen and Barry Sanders and Kyler Murray. You got to learn. And I, you could see Cliff Kingsbury on the sidelines frustrated with the way he plays the game. I don't like the way Kyler Murray plays the, the NFL game. I just don't. He plays it like a college game. And I really don't like the way Kyler Murray plays. I'll take Jalen Hurts over Kyler Murray every day, Monday through Sunday. I have no problem saying that. Will Kyler make more spectacular plays in a game than Jalen Hurts? Yes. But Jalen Hurts is going to win the game. Jalen Hurts, on that fourth down slide, would have known field position, the clock, whether or not he had timeouts, how can you – he could have went seven more yards and with about 20 seconds left, you could have had three throws in the end zone. Instead, he, he slides short. It's fourth down. You're forced to put the ball in the hand of a kicker you just signed two days ago. That's not field presence. Kyler Murray has no field presence, plus the overthrows. Dude, if that game is played – effectively and efficiently by the Cardinals, they should have beat the Eagles by 10 points. I mean, but the Eagles are smarter and the quarterback's smarter. They're, I come away from this game doing this. Hey, man, Jalen Hurts is a better football player. Kyler Murray's more spectacular. Okay, he's just more spectacular. 
JM goes, Emmett Smith is the most overrated running back in league history. Really? The guy with the most yards rushing, he also had 15,000 yards in high school. And he also had 4,000 yards in three years at Florida. There wasn't a level of football that Emmett Smith ever failed at. When he left Escambia High School, he's one of the top rushers in high school history. He's one of the all-time leading rushers at Florida. They've had great backs in Florida. And he's the all-time leading rusher in the NFL. Whatever, Jam. Whatever. Wasn't a level that he failed at in anywhere in his entire resume. It's a bullshit comment. Emmett is the all-time leading rusher. You never had minus yardage with Emmett Smith. But you did with Barry. There is no doubt. There is no doubt Jalen Hurts, I thought, thought himself around that field, and I had no problem with the way that football team played. I'll get to the defensive side, and I'm talking more the offensive side here. And let me let me tell you, I saw the game a lot different than a lot of the media people in Philly have seen it. Dude, the injuries wobbled the game plan. You guys want to blame Shane Steichen? From Kel- at one time in the game, you had the entire left side of the O-line out. And you have a right guard that's nursing injuries too. So the only guy that's healthy in that O-line as of today is Lane. Say Amalo has been nicked up. You lost Kelsey for a little bit in the game. You lost Dickerson for a little bit in the game. Milada didn't even start. And you thought that you were just going to have the same game plan? I told you that J.J. Watt would look like he did 10 years ago in that game, and he did because he was going against twos and a banged-up O-line. Look, Zach Allen's a good player. He ain't that great. He's a good player. But because of the injuries in the O-line, they did a nice job. By the way, um, stat-wise, they still ran the ball for 139 yards. Not their greatest performance, but it was enough. Dude, they had a ton of injuries to overcome. They had to adjust on the fly. Uh, Wide receiver screens, why do you think? Because they couldn't stop the pass rush. They they were getting those quick hitch plays because the rush was coming. Because, dude, like I said, three guys in your own line at one time were out. Okay? GT, you're right. I thought the injuries would, and it almost did, play a factor. I thought they'd lose that game. By the way, we sing on Tuesday at 4, like I told you. I'm glad they played that way. They played, I have no doubt in my mind, this team will be ready, locked, and loaded for Sunday night. The O-line will be back. We'll see. A lot of nicked-up players. Dallas has nicked-up players. So I didn't come away going like this. Jalen played poorly. I did. I, I think he had to do a lot with that old line being banged up the way he did. I thought he outplayed Kyler Murray and thought himself around that field 10 times more than what that Kyler Murray is not somebody I would pay 46.1 million bucks to. Absolutely no. He's going to get Cliff Kingsbury fired. You watch. 
there is no doubt. You could see Cliff Kingsbury on the sidelines frustrated with the way Kyler Murray plays football. I mean, it wobbled the game plan. That's how I saw it. Oh, I told you I'd give credit. I think Hassan Reddick got off the bus again. Two and a half games now. Two and a half games now that he's played. And you see his face. You see his number. And you see him around the quarterback. The covering of back still, stop it. Okay? And by the way, Jonathan Gannon, once again, I will sit here and tell you emphatically, he is not a good defensive coordinator. He is not. That soft-ass zone coverage again, what did he do? He resorted into going back. Let me tell you this, and I'll make this point to you here. If DeAndre Hopkins plays in that game, they beat the Eagles by 10 to 15 points. Big Seals, here's 20 bucks. Please don't strangle our song. Hey, that's tomorrow, Joseph. At 4 p.m. I told you, Tuesdays we sing. Thank you so much, dude. That's so kind of you, Joseph. Thank you. Thank you very much. Dude, Jonathan Gannon, man, almost cost you that game. Two guys were awful in that game. Kyler Murray, the way he managed that game and the way Jonathan Gannon was calling defensive plays. He's terrible. It was also the first time I saw TJ Edwards absolutely not reading his keys. That's his worst game of the year. There were a shitload of missed tackles in that game. A shitload of missed tackles. I don't know why, but those guys, when they got off the bus, were not prepared to tackle anybody on that side of the ball. They had problems for four quarters in that ball game. That wasn't their best effort. Okay, going back to Detroit, that was probably a Detroit effort. I think Slay's injured. He didn't look very good. I'll tell you, CJ looked great. The more he gets more reps and the more he understands it, um, and I'm talking to defense, the better he's going to be. So, I, you know, you, you give T, TJ just was, that's the first time I saw him not play well. I thought Kaiser White played well. I thought Reddick played well. Um, I didn't really think the tackles were exceptional. I thought Josh Sweat played pretty decent. I think the back end of the Eagles secondary, they continue to get better and better. Okay? I mean, 17 points, Richie, you're right. You still kept it under 21 points. That's exceptional. Okay, that's exceptional. See, Joshua, and when you guys talk about um, or yell, Cox MIA, that's going to be the big thing with Fletcher this year. Fletcher's an older player. Is he going to be able to keep up that same kind of intensity for 17 weeks being an older player? I don't think so. Okay, I didn't really think Fletcher showed up in that game. He was He was MIA. Okay, that was another bad performance by him. Again, though, and the Cardinals did have 124 yards rushing. Um, 
Yeah, no, 5-0, and oh, man. 5-0, and oh, absolutely. It makes the game of the year that much more intriguing because the Cowboys now beat that Rams team, who I told you was not the same team of a year ago. The Rams just don't have an O-line. You know, everyone's talking about the Cowboys front seven and how good it looks getting off the line of scrimmage. That's not a very good old line with the Rams. And that's why Stafford's getting his face kicked in. So I, I came away doing this. Hey, and by the way, Eagle fans at Glendale, that was spectacular. Seeing those Eagle fans there like that, unbelievable. That was unbelievably cool. And how many fans were there? And you, you heard the crowd noise. I mean, if I were the Cardinals, I would be like... Do we have to go to a silent count in our own building because Eagle fans have taken it over? That was great. It was absolutely great. So I came away going like this. Yeah, man, the injuries were going to wobble that game plan. And it wobbled it. You know, when they got out to the 14-love start, you're going, great. All of a sudden, the injuries started happening. What happened? Arizona came back because the Eagles had to adjust to all those guys being out, especially in the old line. I didn't. I thought Jalen figured out a way to win. Whereas Kyler Murray cost his team an opportunity to win. That slide at the end, man, what a bonehead play. You got to know where you are at all times on the field, game, and situation. Kyler Murray doesn't play. He'll never be a top-flight NFL quarterback, okay? You know who he plays like? He plays like a young Michael Vick. Undisciplined. He's exactly Michael Vick. That's Michael Vick 2.0 in Atlanta. Not Michael Vick with the Eagles. And Andy Reid teaching him progressions and how to read defenses and how to be a quarterback. This guy's all over the place. He's all over the place. He's not a top-flight quarterback. He will, he will have at least eight bad plays a game. Play and overthrows were terrible. There were numerous awful plays. And then you're like, look at what he does. I mean, I don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah, you, you think he played well? He cost his team a chance to win. Watch this. He, he gave his team a chance to win, but he cost himself an opportunity to win the game. That's a... That, that, that's not... Jalen doesn't cost his team opportunities to win. He's never been in that position that I've seen him do it. I've never seen Jalen Hurts where you went like this. Well, Jalen lost that game. Kyler Murray lost that opportunity. I don't think he played well at all. Not how I saw it. No way on the planet. Not me. That's not somebody I want leading my football team. Here's the numbers. 20 to 17 Eagles win. First down's pretty even, 24 to 23. Total play, 71-69. Yardage, Cardinals had more, 363 to 357. I think it's got to be the first game that the Eagles held under 400 yards in total offense. Still ran the ball effectively, 139. You would like to see them around 152. Cardinals had 124. Time of possession, 
34-39 for the Eagles, 25-21. I think that's clearly one of the differences in the game, especially that last drive in the fourth quarter. They took like six and a half minutes off the clock. It was spectacular. That's championship drives there. You're killing the clock and you're running the Cardinals into overtime or into a loss. I thought it was great. I'm going to get to all you guys here in a minute and I'll, I'll read your comments here in a second here. Jalen Hurts, 26 to 36, 239. No, no touchdowns, no picks. Murray, 28 of 42, 250, one touchdown, one pick, which was terrible, that pick. He just threw it up like a punt. Here's something awful, though, for Hurts. 15 carries? Are you crazy? 15 carries. I'm going to get to this, too. 61 yards and two touchdowns. Miles Sanders, 15 carries, 58 yards. Jesus, criminy. Really? You're going to kill your quarterback. Connor left the game, nine carries, 55 yards. Dallas Goddard, once again. He is a special player. Eight catches, 95 yards. Devontae Smith got his ass beat up. He probably needs a couple ice bags today. But I thought it showed his toughness, too. Ten catches, 87 yards. Awesome. Um, Hollywood had eight for 78. And, boy, I thought some critical drops in the ball game too. There were overthrows and drops between Murray and him, too. So, again, you won the ball game. This is not a beauty contest like it is in college where you got to look good every weekend. Get the win. Move on to Dallas now. They, they fought, they overcame, they won. I know some of you probably were going to think that I'm going to, I actually love games like this. Adversity. It's the first time they've had player adversity with injuries that were mounted up, that they had to do something and do some coaching. To me, I thought it was a learning, a learning game for them. Learning to, hey, in the NFL, Learning to win with injuries as is important as is learning how to win with a lead. You have to go through all this. Everything was going crazy great for the Eagles, and all of a sudden they lose the entire from the center over, left side of their line, and they were able to win against a pretty decent football team. I don't know. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. That's my takeaways. And you had a game on the backside of this that you know it's a division game, which usually are a game and a half in value, and it's the Cowboys. People are complaining about the type of plays that they were running. Hoss, they were trying to find themselves and what was going to work you lost 75% of your offensive line almost. Say Amalo's even banged up. I don't know, but guys, you think you're that good that you can overcome three and a half guys being hurt in your old line in the NFL? You're freaking nuts. You're nuts. Your quarterback won that game for you. I'm talking Jalen Hurts. Okay. That's how I, I saw it. 
you guys are complaining about bullshit here. And now I'm 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 the defensive coordinator's terrible. Okay. Arizona's still a contender in the NFC West. Nobody is beating San Francisco. San Francisco's winning the West. Okay? And they're going to do it by a couple games. You watch. Hertz made no mistakes. His brain is why we won. Matthew, completely true. He thought himself around, whereas Kyler Murray is an idiot. I have no faith in that guy. I would pay and I would want Jalen Hurts as my starting quarterback. If you gave me the choice between Murray or him, I'm taking Hurts because I'm going to win more games with Jalen. Okay? Oh, yes. I will bring that up. I will bring that up. So you say you have a passing game, right? So you get a quarterback that has more rushing touchdowns and passing touchdowns and is on pace for 17 touchdowns this year. Oh, excuse me. No, it's 15. He's going to throw for 4,500 yards and 15 touchdowns. That's not something I'm paying $45 million for. You're, pay- you're paid to put the ball in the end zone. I mean, this guy's got one of the worst touchdown numbers on the planet. Oh, what about the rushing touchdowns? I'm talking about elevating a passing game and getting the ball in the end zone through the, through the passing game. This is a passing league. And you know what's going to happen? Defensive coordinators are going to catch up with Jalen style and Nick Sirianni style. Because right now, they're a one-dimensional team still when it comes to scoring points. You want to know why you guys don't score a lot of points in the second half? Because you don't go for the end zone. There's no attempt to go to the end zone. You're methodically going to run the ball, which they went to yesterday when things broke down. And like I said, in the offseason here and in the preseason, they're going to resort back to what they do best, and they did. Once the injuries started coming up, they had to resort to the running game. They weren't resorting to the pass. They weren't throwing for the end zone. That entire last drive, how many passes were in that last drive? One? They ran the ball because that's what they do. And I'm not taking anything away from it because it ran the Cardinals into an L. But don't sit here and try telling me you've got some prolific passing game because the first five games, Jalen has thrown some numbers up and yet your touchdown number's four. Four. Four in five games, four passing touchdowns. Shit, Josh Allen almost did that in one game on Sunday. That's going to catch you in the end. That's going to catch you in the end. Everybody beats bad teams. Well, so far now, the Lions are one and four. The Jaguars are two and three. Um, The Vikings are four and one. And the Commanders are one and four. I don't know. You've played good teams? Are you sure about that? And the Cardinals are two and three now. You've played one winning team. I wouldn't sit here talking about a great offense or a great record when you've beat nobody. Vikings, 
I'm okay with the Vikings. The Vikings are good, but you've beat nobody. It's not like you're beating Tampa. It's not like you're beating Green Bay. Okay? By the way, I don't know if the Giants are real or not, but there's no doubt that the Packers are struggling in the wideout game. Still, the Packers are 3-2, and two and they got Rodgers. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. I mean, at least the Packers have played some teams. The Vikings suck? I don't think the Vikings suck. I'm, it's not, I'm not going there. You would smash Green Bay? You think? After coming off a three-point win over the Cardinals? Where'd you get that one from? Where'd you get that from? Green Bay's better than the Cardinals. Green Bay's better than any team on your schedule. We'll find out Sunday for sure. We have a better leader than all those teams you named. Well, okay. Golf, Wentz, Cousins, Trevor Lawrence, and Murray. I wouldn't say that's the... Um, uh, th- those are members of the cabinet, or I wouldn't say those are your elite leaders in the league. Those five guys, I wouldn't put those dudes up and say, man, those guys are great. Le-. I mean, you want to see a leader last night watching Lamar Jackson? That's a leader. Um, I'm not mad. I'm mad at what? Absolutely not. What are we talking about mad? I'm not mad at anything. Our eyes tell us that we would beat Green Bay. Well, shit, man. You just come off a nail-biter to the Cardinals. And you had a nail-biter versus a one-in-four Lions team. Where are you getting that from? Well, the AFC is better, dude. A 3-2 and two record in the AFC versus a 4-1 and one record in the NFC? is a joke. The Bills will do it their way. We'll do it our way. You got a quarterback with four touchdown passes. It's going to catch up, man. That will catch up to you. Okay? It will. Now, for the ugly. That D coordinator of yours... I mean, you're lucky you're playing the teams you're playing because he's just not very good. I don't trust him. I don't like the way he does it. He believes in all that underneath shit, plays 50 yards off the ball. I mean it, man. If DeAndre Hopkins is in that game, you're not winning that ball game. There's no way you're surviving that. You're not playing 10 yards off the ball on DeAndre Hopkins. With an injured sleigh, not happening. Not happening. And then you got a 4-2 Hollywood Brown on the other side. If that guy Murray had any brains in his head, they would have knocked that team out cold in the fourth quarter because of the injuries. Look, healthy-wise, the Eagles are better. You, you, You got so good. In the fourth, because you thought yourself to that win. It was great. It was well done. Coaching, jailing, everything. 
Jalen and, and Nick Sirianni won that ball game at the end. Okay? They won that game. It was well coached at, what was it, a seven-minute drive at the end that ran them off the field with the clock. It was spectacular. That's how you close a team out, not giving them an opportunity. They still got the opportunity to try to win it. And Kyler Murray, of course, Kyler Murray being Kyler Murray, he's going to make a bonehead play, and he did on fourth down. Critical mistake. He would have had three throws in the end zone. 25 seconds left. He would have had three throws. Slides fourth down. I mean, gee, moved. The, the field goal would have been closer. At worst. Terrible, man. Hey, Sills, name me one team that has beaten a ton of jogger, juggernauts. Um, I would say this. The Ravens schedule on who they've played. They've played the Bills. They've played the Dolphins when Tua was standing upright. They've played Joe Burrow, who took a team to the Super Bowl last year. They've played teams in a row. Their schedule's 10 times. You're playing, you're playing, what is it, the NFC South or something? What are you, what are you guys playing, the South? And no, look, the Giants are 4-1. Really? Okay, I think they're decent. I don't think they're great. Daniel Jones does not scare me, and he's not going to win any games. He's not going to win significant ball games. He's not. He's not going to do that. Not happening. Okay? Not happening. Dallas is a different animal now. We're going to talk about the Cowboys here in a second. Yeah, I mean, look. Again, here's my issues. Your passing game. Yeah, you got a bunch of, watch this. You got a bunch of yards. You don't get in the end zone, though. In your passing game, you don't get in the end zone. The reason why you guys don't score a lot of points when it comes to second half, you don't throw the ball in the red zone. You have no red zone offense whatsoever. Zero when it comes to the passing game. Your offense, passing-wise, red zone, it's non-existent. It's non-existent. And you're one-dimensional in the red zone. And Jonathan Gannon, those are your kind of your issues here. You have four passing touchdowns in five ball games. That's like the worst in the league. So you guys are talking to me about Jalen's statistics from 20 to 20. Great. But the 20s in, in the red zone, that's your bread and butter. That's your money ball. 20 into the end zone. Not 20 to 20. Who are you, Kirk Cousins? So Jalen Hurts is putting up Kirk Cousins numbers now with no touchdowns because Cousins actually throws touchdown passes. He had 33 last year. And he had a pretty good game this past Sunday. You have no red zone passing offense at all. Zero. Bunch of yards, no results. Facts. It will catch you. It will. Man, the hate is real. How can the hate be real when you have four passing touchdowns? That's a thing. Let me see something here. You know, I didn't even look this up. T- 
2022 NFL passing touchdown leaders. Let's take a look at that. Who leads the NFL in passing touchdowns? Let's see here. TDs. Okay. Allen's got 14. Herbert's got 10. Carson Wentz is 10. Jared Goff has 11. Burrow has 10. Russell Wilson has four. Oh, he has got a lot in common there. Lamar has 12. Patrick Mahomes has 11. I mean, <laughs> you got four. Okay. You got four. Who leads the NFL and wins? You're lucky. You're in the NFC. Completely overrated. We could throw one-yard passes. You don't? Don't make it sound like you do. You don't. How many rushing TDs? That's my point, GT. You're one-dimensional in the red zone. In the NFL, you're looking. I thought we were looking for balance this year. Eagles play in adaptive. I, Xander, can you put that up again for me? This is the Eagles play an adaptive offense, win by any means. Your red zone is Seals hating is a disease, and I hope you get well soon. Hating? <laughs> I point out facts to you and you call it hating. You know what you know what it is in your world? Denial. You should get help for it. Went dimensional or highly effective. Yeah. 10 and 15 are the team's combined records you've played. Congratulations. You've played nobody except the Vikings. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody have you played. Okay? And that Lions thing, you're trying to tell me that the Lions are going to be like a playoff team. They're one in four. When we throw in the red zone, there's a bogus flag. Now it's the officials' fault that you're one of the worst offensive passing teams in the red zone. I got it. Okay? Well, the Cowboys played the Bucs at least. They have played the Rams, the defending champs, even though they're not. I'll tell you this. I'd rather play a team like the Rams before. How about this? I'd rather play a team like the Rams before I was going to play the Eagles on the road. Then the Eagles play the Cardinals and that stuff. I'm playing against the defending champions. To me, I personally think you play against Brady and you played against the defending champions. I think they're more ready to play against the Eagles than what the Eagles are have faced. How do you know you've been facing any good teams? You haven't. I think the Cowboys are, I think the Cowboys have faced more tougher opponents. I think they're going to be ready for that game. Okay, I do. And the injuries now are piling up on the, this is going to be very interesting to see. Very interesting um, game to watch. I think what helps the Eagles out a lot here is the stupid stuff going on with the quarterback stuff. Do you really play Cooper Rush and not put Dak Prescott back in? 
Okay, right? 19-3 Bucks over Cowboys. Yeah. They did hold Tom Brady to 19 points, that defense. Held Tom Brady to 19 points. Okay? And you held Kyler Murray to 17. I don't know. Holding Brady to 19 points? Cowboy defense is real. That's a real thing. Okay, and what they did to the defending champions at Cooper Cup just yesterday. Cowboys got some defensive football players, man. By the way, you see Aaron Donald get the shit blocked out of him in that game by the Cowboys? Right up the gut. Flex says the Cowboys have played terrible O-lines too. They have. Bucks been trash all year. The Bucks got away with one against the Falcons on Sunday. Horrible roughing the passer call on Brady. Terrible. Terrible play. I think the Falcons got jobbed in that game. I thought they would have had a shot at least to get down there and win that thing. I mean, they gave the ball back to the Bucks, and Brady ran the clock out. I thought it was a total bullshit call. I agree with you, Steven. I mean, the guy sacked Brady, and they called him for roughing. I mean, you couldn't have more of an egregious mistake in a game to cost the team an opportunity to win. You see, you never know because you never want to say this. That play and that penalty cost that team because you don't know if they're going to kick it into the end zone or not, right? But at least you stop them from having an opportunity to win. Statistically, a top five defense, keep complaining. You should have a top five defense. You played horseshit offenses. Awful call. We're going nuts in this chat. Undefeated. Congratulations to you. You are undefeated. I think it's great. And it was third down, too. I know, man. It was, that was, it was awful. The game, they would have had a shot. We'll talk about week five of the NFL, the results, too. A divisional game at that, too. Do you think it's great because it sounds like it? Not what you're talking. Uh, Dan, you flip-flop like a wet fish on what? What did I what are you talking about? Sills Lions have a top three O line. I think they do. Okay. Elite running back. I don't think he played Sunday. Yeah, and get this. The Lions got shut out by the Patriots. 29-0. Shut out. By a very average AFC team. I wouldn't be telling people that the Lions are one of my one of my big wins of the year. I, I can't even tell you. What's the guy's name? That quarterback, the, the Patriots? It wasn't Mac Jones. Who was it? Some dude I've never heard of. Shut out the Lions, 29 to nothing. Never heard of the guy. I don't even know what college he went to. And that's a very suspect AFC team. And they destroyed the Lions. Destroyed them. Yeah, I remember when the Eagle fans were saying, oh, the Lion win is an impressive win. It's not an impressive win. What's his name? Bailey Zappi? Is he related to Frank Zappa? Frank Zappa's kid beat the Lions. <laughs> Frank Zappa's kid... Beat the Lions 29 to nothing. 
Moon Zappa. <laughs> hey, Moon Zappa beat the Lions. One of the big wins on the Eagles schedule. Way to go, Moon. Moon Zappa. <laughs> Look, man. I'm not down on what you did on Sunday. I actually love it. Way to go. You find a way to win a ball game. Your 5-0 record doesn't impress me, though. The way you're winning games does. That record thing, you can keep it. I don't give a shit about the 5-0. I care you winning ball games in multifaceted ways. It doesn't matter to me. You're winning it, running it. You're winning it when you're losing guys. You're overcoming injuries. You're overcoming an inept defensive coordinator. Your quarterback's getting better. He thinks his way around a ball game. That's what's impressing me about Philly. The 5-0 does not. It does not impress me. The way you're winning does. How you're finding ways every Sunday to get the W does. That's what wins championships, not records. Records don't win championships. Figuring out ways on how to win ball games. That's what wins them. Like when you guys in 17 lost all those players, you still, hey, next man up. Next man up. I'll put it to you this way. That 2017 team, in my opinion, would wax the 2022 team. The more experienced, the coaching's better. Well, coaching's the offensive coach. Okay, and the head coach, they're not bad. The D coordinator blows. You're not beating that 17 team with this team. I don't care what your record is. I don't care. Not yet. You ain't beating that 17 team. Seven, hey, and by the way, before you start talking shit on the 17 team, they did lift the Lombardi trophy. So before you start barking that, that you think you're better now, I'd hang in there because they ran through the tape. They ran through the tape. Okay? Well, no, we're better now. I'd hang in there before you start making that proclamation and turn yourself into an ass. I'd hang in there. Okay? Why are you impressed? I just said it. Because you're finding multifaceted ways to win ballgames. You're doing whatever it takes to win. And your quarterback is the reason. Hey, I actually like the way Jalen played. This guy loses his center, left guard, tackle didn't start the game. Sayamalo's banged up anyway. And you got an entire mash unit in front of you. And he figured out a way to win. On the road in Glendale. I like that. That's adversity, my friends. That's how you start going like this. That team's a contender. That team's a contender. Okay? Hertz is the same passer we was last year. He actually is on track for less passing touchdowns. I think he's got four TD passes. He's on pace for 15 touchdowns. When have you ever seen this? Okay. When have you ever seen this in your life? Okay. 4,500 passing yards, 15 touchdowns. It's never happened. 
He ain't getting 4,500 yards. And their red zone passing game is non-existent. Their second half passing attack is non-existent. It's not how they win games. They resort back to what I said they would, running the ball. There's nothing wrong with that. Until the league figures it out, I'd keep doing it. Remember how that Wildcat back in the day took the league? Well, until they figure it out, I'd keep doing it. I would keep doing it. Patriots are a bum franchise. Yeah, they just blew out a team everyone was blowing the horn of in Philly. The lines are good. They're one and four, and they crushed them. (laughs) They crushed them. I'm not hating on Hurts. Where did you get I was hating? Dude, you won that game because of Hurts. You won that game because of... Dude, one more time before I take a timeout. Jalen Hurts. I was telling... Xander and I were both saying this. I will take Jalen Hurts over Kyler Murray Monday through Sunday. Kyler Murray's going to put up spectacular plays. And Jalen's not going to be that guy. But that's all right. Because there'll be bonehead plays that Kyler makes or overthrows. Wide open, dudes wide open in the Jonathan Gannon tremendous defense (laughs) that underneath zone was awful. How many guys were wide open? Any effective quarterback would have killed that. You do that to Tom Brady, he'll put up 500 yards on you and five touchdowns. Hit the like button. I want to talk Cowboy Week too. Gary Cobb's going to join us, 4.30 Eastern, and we'll talk to the man from Fox 29 in Philadelphia. Guys, don't forget our good friends at Morgan & Morgan where the fee is free, meaning this, they don't get paid unless you do. They represent their clients for the last 30 years to get this, $13.5 billion when it comes to earning money for their clients and representing them if you've been hurt or injured on the job. With over 800 attorneys and offices in Philly, New York, and in Florida, nobody does it better than Morgan & Morgan and they will protect you and your family. Call them at 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600. The call is free. The consultation's free. 800-512-1600. And when you call them, do me a favor. Tell them Big Sales sent you. When choosing a lawyer for your injury case, you may ask, does the size of the law firm matter? Well, of course it does. The insurance company, they're huge with unlimited resources. And whether your case is big or small, They're built to bully you out of the money you're owed. But here's the good news. We're big too, the biggest actually. And we're built to fight to make them pay for all that was taken from you. Size is our strength. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. Forthepeople.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit. And the hits. Go for the stakes. And the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Jeff D. Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown's five-day used car super sale. 
Jeff puts an end to high prices now. Five days of the best car, truck, and SUV deals ever. Over 1,000 vehicles, every make and model. Stop overpaying. See Jeff today and get a quality car, truck, or SUV now. The five-day used car super sale. Experience how easy it is to deal at Jeff's. Nobody treats you better. Nobody gives you more. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown. GoJeffAuto.com. Score and save this football season on your car insurance. Before the next game, save up to 40% on your auto insurance policy. That's right, 40% savings. Call an Audible this season and contact the Del Val Insurance Group. They're an advocate for you, not an insurance company. That means they'll get you the right coverage and save you up to 40%. Call managing partners Fran or Jim of Del Val Insurance, 215-354-0122. Or score and save at DVIGI.com. DVIGI.com. Hi everybody, my name is Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech we offer three major services. The first one being basement waterproofing. The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. Over the last 17 years, we've built a reputation of growing award-winning teams across the country. Staffing is not easy, but that's what we do every day, all day. The key to our success is storytelling, asking the right questions to find the right people. Hi, I'm Gary Kane, president of Kane Partners. We want to be your staffing partner. Welcome back. National Football Show, your boy, Big Sills. Josh Allen's amazing. He, he, he is, I mean, effortless. The way he throws that ball with so little effort, he threw a dart 70 yards, almost in the air. Bradshaw brought it up. I mean, this guy just throws lasers, man. 424, four touchdowns. This guy's got more touchdowns in one game than Hurts does in five. That's how great this kid is. You start comparing a guy like Jalen Hurts to Josh Allen, you must be on crack when you talk like that. This guy is a weapon. And don't tell me it's the shitty Steelers. There ain't too many moccasins on that schedule that the Eagles have played where you're talking about putting big, prolific offensive numbers up. You don't really score a ton of points. This kid, Allen, is a weapon. Hoof. 424 and four touchdowns. Throwing lasers. He is. <laughs> that kid can play. And when you watch him, man, he he's he's just different. That's a different dude, man. Totally a different dude. Josh Allen can't beat Mahomes. Well, okay, Mahomes is a different dude. He's a weapon. 
his his resume absolutely accomplished. Okay. Jalen Hurts has DC up all night. No, he doesn't. Why would you? Gonna run the ball. Not gonna throw the ball for they're not gonna throw themselves to wins. They throw because it helps the run game out. Most teams in the NFL today throw the ball to help their running game out. The running game, okay, that the Eagles have, that's who they are. That's what they are. Not, it's nothing wrong with that, but you're not winning games throwing the ball. You're winning games running it. Your quarterback's touchdown numbers prove it. You know how you guys always bring up, you know how you guys always bring up his rushing touchdowns? There's a reason he has six rushing touchdowns and four passing touchdowns, and the team don't score a lot. You're, you're theoretically one-dimensional, and you make plays inside the 20s. But when it comes to red zone, you're not going in the air. That's what you are. That's your trend. In five games, that's who you are. I'm not saying something that you haven't proven already. This is who you are in five games. You run the ball. You don't have an offensive passing attack in the red zone. And it's why your quarterback has more rushing touchdowns on his resume this year. By the way, touchdowns result in the W's and L's. Do we agree? How many, I mean, how are you not looking at that? He's got 10 touchdowns this year. 60% of his touchdowns are rushing and not throwing. There's no quarterback in the league like that. There's not one elite quarterback that you consider elite that has more rushing touchdowns than passing touchdowns. There's not one. He's the only guy? How are you paying that? How are you putting a price tag on that? And then some of you will go, well, winning counts. Well, the guy in San Francisco dispels that because nobody wants to Nobody in San Francisco wants to pay Garoppolo. Do you know that with that win by Garoppolo on Sunday, Jimmy Garoppolo is now 40 and 17 with the postseason. And to your point about winning, shit, they're shipping him out of town at the end of the season. He makes $28 million a year. There's going to be teams lined up that will go around MetLife Stadium trying to sign that guy next year. Can you imagine Jimmy Garoppolo in New York with the Giants right now with Saquon Barkley? If the Giants had made that move by getting Jimmy Garoppolo in New York, you would be looking at New York in a whole different vein. You look at that 4-1 and one team now and you go, they're pretty good on defense, the quarterback is not very good, and they can run the ball. Can you imagine if you had Garoppolo on that team? They'd win 13 ball games. And somebody would go, no, they wouldn't. Why? That's who he is. You know, Xander said something to me about Jalen. You know, he's won everywhere he's gone. So is Garoppolo. You can't shit on a guy's record and turn around and look at your own guy's record and go like this. Yeah, well, it doesn't apply to him, but only applies to him. That's dumb. Garoppolo wouldn't do shit with the Giants. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. Well, since Jimmy G's been the starter again, he's three and one. He's 40 and 17 as a starting quarterback in the NFL. 
Wake me up when your boy Jalen's in that conversation. I'd like to know when. Jalen's not a top 10 quarterback. Are you out of your mind? Four touchdown passes? Four touchdown passes. Is a top 10 quarterback? Four TD passes. I don't think so. I don't think so. Absolutely not. Four touchdown passes. He's elite. Josh Allen had four and one. (laughs) Oh, man. Unbelievable. Oh, man. Top three offense. Yeah, because you run the ball. That's why. You run the ball. You run the ball. And Dallas Goddard, man, get him more involved. He is a weapon. You're too caught up on stats. No, I'm not. Well, when you start bringing stats into it, I bring up Josh Allen. When you bring wins into it, I bring up Jimmy Garoppolo. I bring up what you bring up. So when you guys say something, I counter it with someone in the league that wins. And maybe doesn't put up the superstar numbers. First he said two and four. Now he doesn't like the way we win. I didn't say that. I never said that. That is absolutely not true. I said the most impressive thing Once again, Flex, take the shit out of your ears. I said, the way you guys are finding out ways to win, that to me has been the most impressive, not the 5-0. You're figuring out ways to win. That's where I'm impressed. And Jalen Hurts is too. You won that game because of Jalen. Not because of your prolific passing yards or your passing attack. Still hating on. Pretty soon, I'm just going to start ignoring everyone here. Um, Garoppolo isn't putting a game-winning drive together, except that Garoppolo goes to NFC title games and Super Bowls. Okay, right. <laughs> hey Dan, your hate is making you lose viewers. Really? Hate. I gave you, hey, dude, let me worry about the content, okay? Let me worry about it. I got it. Brandon, the Giants played practice squad teams. I agree, they have. I'm not really into the Giants either. I'm not. I'm not into, I'm not into, you know, I'm not into that, okay? So, it's Cowboys, I think this thing is setting up awful good. I want um, let me let me like I'm gonna take a time out here, hour two, and I'm gonna get Gary Cobb on too at the bottom of the hour at 4:30. By the way, this week, okay, this week we're gonna have a ton of people talking Cowboys and Eagles. Where's Jalen ranked in passing yards so far? Passing yards, how about touchdown passes? He's gotta be last. As a starter, he's gotta be last. Where's he in passing yards? I thought that Kirk Cousins stat didn't matter to you. When Cousins thrown for six six times, he's thrown for 4,000 yards. I thought that didn't matter. Now it does. Oh, (laughs) now it matters. Okay. 
Sills, you still think Howie would have a chance on Garoppolo? No, they're sold on Jalen. There's no reason to make a move off of Jalen Hurts right now. They've won 12 of 16. Why would you make a move off of that? You wouldn't. Look at look at Jalen. Jalen has 1,359. Is that what you're saying in passing? Jalen's got 1,300 yards and four touchdowns. <laughs> What's wrong with that picture? Sure throws for a lot of yards and no TDs. Yeah, but he runs for a ton. Yeah, that'll win. You're one-dimensional still. You're just better at it. Don't you see that? You're the same team as last year. You're just better at it. Hour two, hit the like button. I want to talk Cowboys week. We'll do that next. Keep it here on the National Football Show. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Faces you know, the team you trust. The Delaware Valley's leading news program, Action News. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean.
Hour two, National Football Show. It's your boy, Big Seals. Please hit the like button. Thank you guys so much. Um, I want to say this to you guys that uh, we're very proud to announce that we're going to officially be a voter on the Lombardi Trophy. Not the Vince Lombardi Trophy, but the Lombardi Award to the top linemen in the country. And we're going to be on the executive committee. So we're going to be putting all that together. And um, I had a great conversation with those fellas. And um, yeah, we're going to be, uh, it's going to, I'm going to give it to Will Anderson um, unless something different happens. He's a force, man. What a great football player. What a great game he had over the weekend too. Um, I, he, he's my guy. They asked me who I thought was the best defensive football player. And I went, there's a kid at Georgia who's pretty good. Um, but the kid at Alabama spectacular. He is just a special ball player, a special football player. So we're very, very excited to be on the executive committee of the Lombardi award. And uh, we'll have more details on that too. So I vote on every award now, including the Heisman trophy. So I'm looking forward to that there too. It could be somebody potentially that the Eagles draft um, in next April's draft. By the way, the Saints ended up winning. We'll talk about week five of the schedule here in a sec, but I want to talk about Dallas. Hey, real quick on the Giants, Saquon Barkley, you know, I, I, I still want to see him, but you're talking comeback player of the year. There's no question about it. The Giants at four and one. Hey, look, man, I'll tell you one thing that they do. They play with a lot of energy on that defensive side of the ball. There's, there's a couple things that have now started to happen in the NFC East. I don't know if there's a lot of good offensive football teams outside the Eagles in, um, in the NFC East. I do know this. There's some pretty good defenses. Okay, I think the Giants got a good defense. That kid, Kayvon Thibodeau, looks like a real deal. He looks like the real deal for the Giants. So when you look at Kayvon Thibodeau, there's another edge rusher. Uh, Washington's going to get back, in my opinion, I think one of the better pass rushers in Chase Young. So you have Reddick in there, too, and you have a bunch of people now. I don't know if Dallas has Michael Parsons. There's no question that the NFC East defensively is pretty decent. There's some pretty good defenses in the NFC East. So, um, yeah, I mean, outside of Washington, everybody else, in my opinion, is pretty good offensively not so much I mean I don't really see a lot of great offenses where I'd go wow man that thing right there man they're going to score 50 points a game that's not going to happen surely the Eagles aren't going to do that either I mean they're not they're 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 not a high scoring offense so I mean especially in the second half they're just not um cowboy week what about the Dallas Cowboys um Vikings are four and one Dominique, way to point that out. It's the only team with a record over 500 that you've played. Congratulations to you, the Vikings. Thought you guys shit on Kirk Cousins. Um, you're averaging 30 a game? You haven't scored 30 in the last two. What are you talking about? You, you, you do? You didn't score 30 last week. You didn't score 30 this week. You didn't score 20 this week? You're averaging 30? Okay, <laughs> you four passing touchdowns, Dominique. Congratulations, prolific. Um, what would you do if you are the Cowboys and you're Stephen and Jerry Jones? What would you do? Okay, what would you do? 
Would you start Cooper Rush or would you put Dak? Would you put Dak back in the starting lineup? What would you do? What would you do? Who would you put in there? What would you do? If you're the Eagles, sit back and love this. Let them go back and forth and jockey. Jacob says put Dak in. Really? Cooper Rush is 5-0. and And he's on a hot streak. If hey, Get this. If they put Dak in there, I think the Eagles kill that team. I think they kill them. I think they killed the Cowboys on Sunday night. I think they killed him. I think there'll be a shitload of three and outs. Just because the guy's got to be rusty. He's been out a month. If you guys are telling me that Deshaun Watson is going to be like rusty when he gets back on the field, look at Dak. Dak wasn't really playing prolific football when he went down. He's 4-0 this season, 5-0 overall as a starter because last year he won against the Vikings. N91, I'll clarify. He's 5-0 as a starting quarterback with the Cowboys. 4-0 this year. Fair enough. My God. And I know it's like preschool where sometimes you have to like, you know, exactly say what you need to know because you guys, you know, you don't really follow along very well. Um, Big Pickens says, as long as the Eagles don't turn the ball over, they win. Who cares? They paid him all that money. Put Dak back in. Fly. I think that's it there too, dude. You're paying a guy $45 million and... The other guy makes 900000 I don't know. <laughs> okay? I don't know, man. I mean, that, it, let me say this. If Dak wins and he beats the Eagles, or if uh, Cooper Rush beats the Eagles, Dak Prescott will never get his job back. Okay? Glad. Glad you keep – thank you, Steve-O. Glad you keep the Birds fans humble. We need that. Hey, Steve-O, they're good. That's a good football team. It's a good football team going through a great journey right now. How I look at the Eagles, honestly, Steve-O, it's a really great journey. It's a really great journey they're on. And they're finding out a lot about themselves in these first five weeks. I think it's been great to watch. Jalen's growing. The coach is growing. You're you're exposing one coach on that staff. Guys are enjoying what they're doing. It's fun to watch. It is. It's fun to watch. You know what else I loved yesterday, too, a little bit? I didn't hit on it. How about the way Devontae Smith got the shit hit out of him? I'll tell you one thing about that Cardinal secondary. Dude, they bring the wood. And Devontae bounced right up. You know, question marks about his size whether he could take hits. Man, I thought he was a star yesterday. He took some big hits. I mean, I thought he got zapped twice. 
And that kid got right up, got back in there. And get this, he didn't have alligator arms when they threw the ball back to him. And he knew he was going to get hit. The Cardinals bring the wood. That's a good hit in football team, man. That's a good hit in football team. Um, Parsons is better than Reddick and not close. Yeah, well, that's okay. Reddick has been a factor for two and a half games. He totally has. Okay, got off the bus the last two and a half games. I'm not, I, I, I have to be fair when criticism. He has. I thought he played well in the Cardinal game. Again, the only problem I have is Gannon putting him out on running backs. You see him trying to cover the running backs? It was a joke. Stop that. Jeez, oh man. It was dumb looking, actually. Hertz is 1-11 against playoff teams and doesn't throw TD. He's making the offense horrible in the second half in one-dimensional the last year. Rushing only. Hey, there's some truth to that. I think they're just a little bit better than they were a year ago in throwing the ball. I wouldn't say a ton better. Well, no, I would say a lot. They're a lot better throwing the ball this year. That's not fair. But they're not getting any production out of it when it comes to putting points on the board. They're still lacking in putting points on the board in the passing game. That's not a lie. I'm not making that up. They're getting very little. As a matter of fact, they probably have less than they did a year ago out of the passing game. They're putting no points up on the board. It's because in the second half because they can't throw the ball. And when you methodically go up and down the field, you're going to have low-scoring games and low-scoring teams. And that's why they don't put any points on the board in the second half. Okay? They have no offense in the passing game when it comes to scoring points. That's not a lie. That's a reality. Will that get better? We'll see. It's, they're better at, they're better at, their offense is better because of AJ and them guys. I don't know where AJ was on Sunday, but um, they're better. Goddard is a weapon. He is a freaking unbelievable player. He is really good, man. Dallas Goddard is a player, man. Every time he catches that ball, getting him on the ground is a deal. It's like going after Gronk. He he runs with the ball like Gronkowski. He does. I think he runs with the ball better than Travis Kelsey because this guy runs over guys. You got two physical wideouts in AJ and Goddard that'll run you over. It's going to take more than one dude putting them on the ground. Okay. He is, Yale, he's big and he's physical. He doesn't quite have the hands that Zach Ertz has. But, I mean, Zach Ertz, though, man, as soon as he catches the ball, that's all he's looking to do is catch the ball, get on the ground, get up and go. This guy, Goddard's looking for the end. Goddard looks for the end zone. Zach doesn't. Zach Ertz is not a guy that's going to extend plays for you. Um, Dallas Goddard, this guy's looking for the end zone. Every pass that they throw the ball to Dallas Goddard, Dallas Goddard's looking to get to the end zone. I mean, he is – Xander, listen, I, I know how much everyone loves Travis Kelsey. I'll take this dude. He's just big, man. 
Dude, every time he got into the secondary, it was a complete mismatch against safeties and corners. He's really good. He he is. That's a really great job by Howie on him, man. He can play. Wow. Oh, man. No excuses. Be accountable. Eagles bottom of the league in passing touchdowns. Yeah, they have no, they don't score any points in their passing game. Zero, really. They have no points in the passing game. Very marginal. See, it's still one-dimensional. Everybody goes, well, he scores a lot of points running the ball. Well, that's what they were a year ago, running the ball. I thought we were trying to be better than that. Well, he's going to throw for fourth out. Well, not really what we're looking for. We're looking for points and wins, aren't we? Scoring and winning, right? I don't care those idle empty calorie stats you guys talk to me about with Kirk Cousins all the time. That's kind of what the Eagle passing game is. They're empty calorie stats. When you don't put points on the board in your passing game, they're empty calorie stats, aren't they? That's what you told me Kirk Cousins is. Isn't it? Or are you contradicting yourselves now and talking out of both sides of your mouths? Four passing touchdowns. And you think you have a prolific scoring passing offense. Show me where that in anywhere in history where a guy throws for 4,500 yards and 15 touchdowns. He'll have less passing touchdowns this year than he did a year ago? Shit, man. Aaron Rodgers will throw for more touchdowns this year in one year than Jalen Will in two. That's not a balanced offense. That's not a balanced offense. The passing So do you think the – how about this? Do you think the passing game for the Eagles has improved? Do you? 5th in the league in scoring. Yeah, cuz you run the ball. Do you think your passing game <laughs> really if you didn't have Jalen running the ball, you'd have no points. You'd have no points. You'd have four touchdown passes and that's it. You're lucky he runs the ball. You're lucky. Your passing game has improved. Okay? I think it has too, Q. But you're still not getting any offense out of it in the end zone. And you're still not, you still don't have scoring passing offense. I don't know how many times I have to say this without some of you going, you know, you're right, Sills. Look at the numbers. You have no scoring offense through your passing game. Is that true or false? Is that true or false? Not all red zone, big deals. He's got four TDs, whether it's red zone or in middle of the field. Joaquin goes, it's false. How is it false? You're not scoring touchdowns in the passing game, dude. How is that false? There's a guy who threw for four touchdown passes in one game on Sunday. The reason that I'm bringing this up, I thought we were trying to get to balanced scoring here. I thought we were trying to get to being balanced. That football game yesterday was one on the ground. 
solely. Solely. Solely on the ground. When the Eagles got in trouble, they went back to what they do, which is okay. Then you had a D coordinator opening up the zones again. Dude, that is not a remedy for championship football. You can't score in the passing game, and your DC opens up the zone passing lanes. Does that not look like last year? That game was a prime example of one of those games that you played last year. Soft-ass zones, no scoring offense in your passing game. You resorted to your running game. That's how you won. That's exactly what that was. It was a 2021 offensive attack. You had to because, like I said, the injuries that were involved in the offensive line, it wobbled the game plan, so they had to do that. Okay? It is, Jacob. It's a waste of an argument. I'm going to end it because you're, 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 the people's logic are stupid because they just can't see the trees through the forest here. Um, too many fourth, too many fourth or too many wide receiver screens yesterday. Fourth, the reason they had to do that was because in my opinion, because of the, um, injuries in the old line. That's one of the reasons why I think that they had to go to that short passing game. That was one of the reasons, in my opinion, they had to go to that short passing game there. So. Again here, we're going to get to Gary Cobb here. And by the way, Brett, I appreciate it. Dude, we are throwing. uh, We'll get to that. Here we go. Dude, we are throwing way better this year. Jalen is our best option in the red zone. Big deal. We are trying to win, not pad stats. Okay. I agree with that 100%. Brett, thank you very much. Let's bring in Gary Cobb here. Gary, appreciate you coming aboard. Thank you so much, Gary. Um, Five and oh. Cowboy week. Here we are. Yep. Give me your impression of yesterday. Well, you know, I thought, it, you know, they didn't play their best football. You know, they, um, they, there's gotten that habit. They do come out and they get these leads and then they just kind of coast on it. But I thought yesterday they, they probably got away from the running game. You know, that's, they eventually got back to it on that last drive to kind of impose their will on, you know, the, the Cardinals. But I thought they got away from that probably too soon. They tried to, throw the ball too much and the Cardinals play a lot of zone the Cardinals uh, you know they're an unusual team defensively because they they like to blitz but they like to play zone so they got a zone in back of it because they don't want to give up big plays they're going to make you be patient take what you can but I thought if they had to run the ball and and not just start throwing the ball too much uh, that they probably would have had more success because you know they had they had some uh some problems you know throughout I'd have to say, you know, the Cardinals play, uh, they play them hard, uh, but th- they got to play better than that to beat Dallas, though, because Dallas has got a defense, man. I tell you, boy, I, I got to give it to Dallas, man. Dallas is a hungry team, man. They play, Oh, absolutely. And they get they, off they the are, ball. They play that, hard, man. And That um, front seven yeah. can, can, can really go. I'll get to the Cowboys here in a second. Gary, I want to yeah. throw this at you here. I think maybe the reason that the offensive game plan wobbled a little bit was at one time you had your center, your left guard, yeah. your tackle didn't start. You have mm-hmm. an injured and nicked up Sayamalo too. Yeah. So to me, what I liked about the win was 
you know, they adjusted on the fly on the sidelines. They were yeah. able, and I think that's one of the reasons we saw a lot of screens was because they couldn't sit back there and five to seven step drop. They wanted to try to move the ball. So to me, what impressed me was offensively, at least Jalen thought, and here's the difference, Gary, maybe you see the same thing. For me, I'm taking Jalen Hurts over Kyler Murray every day, and I'll tell you oh, why. Oh, without a doubt, without a why, doubt. Hey, hey, Gary, overthrows, misses. That fourth down play where he slides in front of the sticks, yeah. Jalen thought himself around that field, and that's I thought Jalen was the reason they won. I, I thought so, too. You know, Jalen, you know, uh, you, you could just tell an attitude, and, and you know, I don't know exactly all what was going on, but I didn't like the vibe with Kyler – and, and he's, he's making these motions and things. Like, every receiver is running the wrong route. He's doing something wrong. You never make a mistake. See, a guy like that, man, how are you going to play with somebody like that? That type of attitude, you can see that it was just coming through the screen. And me, I'm going like, dude, are you going to tell me you didn't miss any of these throws? Like, every time the receiver did something wrong. And Kyler, I, I just don't like, I don't like his vibe, man. Dude. He's a great talent. There's no doubt that he's a tremendously talented. But that's it takes more than that to be a great quarterback, though. You know, you got to be able to lead the other guys. You need the other guys playing hard for you. And you don't get that by complaining all the time. And everybody's every time it's somebody else's fault. I don't want to hear that. You know, every time it's somebody else's fault. No. Uh, so I, I don't like the vibe. Now, clearly, Jalen understands people. You can't point the finger at people all the time and expect them to be motivated to play hard for you. No, be the kind of guy that they know is fighting for them. You know, people, the, the kind of guy that people will follow into whatever, you know, because they believe in the guy. That's what you got to have at quarterback, you know, and with, uh, with the kind of egos on a football team, you can't win with just, well, you got selfish leaders, man. They don't, they care more about themselves and their stats rather than winning. And I see that in Kyler. You know, uh, Jalen's not that kind of guy. That's why those guys will play hard for him because he's not pointing the finger after the game and all that with all that, <laughs> that kind of No, crap. no, and you can, like you said, the body language towards his yeah, coach come on, man. is absolutely terrible. And, Gary, I made this comparison. And tell me if you think – I talked to Jimmy Johnson about Jalen versus Kyler because of the matchup last week, and I, uh -huh. I made this up. I go, when you watch Barry Sanders play, here's Barry – Minus two yards, minus five yards, 75 yards down the sidelines. Yeah. You've got to put up with the minus plays with him. Whereas with Emmett, five yeah. yards, eight yards, nine yeah. yards, 11 yards. You look up 28 carries, 153 yards. You're like, holy cow, this guy yeah. here. Yeah. You never saw minus plays. That's right. With Emmett. And that's why Emmett was more effective than what Barry was in ballgame. Now, look. That's winning football. More See, spectacular. Yeah, but Emmett was more efficient. Is that that's how right. you see Jalen versus Murray? That's what that's what I see. I mean, you know, with with, with Emmett, you know, he's going to get plus yardage, and defensively, that is, I mean, I'm telling you, he's pulling your heart out every time. Doggone everything you do, doggone plus yardage. He's gradually grinding you down. With uh, you know, with Barry, of course, you did have you know the the the, the great run that was amazing and all that. But the way you win is you get plus yardage all the time. You stay out of third and long. You don't put the, the rest of the team in a bad situation because you're always getting plus yardage and you end up grinding and snatching the whole Say goodbye. 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply part of a defense you end up taking their heart from them because you continue to grind on them and grind on them and and i want to see the eagles do some of that that's what they're gonna have to do to the cowboys because they cannot just go back and throw the ball man no you can't just be going back there chunking that ball because they will turn the dogs loose on you man yeah they got some dudes coming off that corner i mean both ends both yeah. ends get after it. Gary, look, right. one more thing before we get to Cowboys here. Um, mm-hmm. There's Jonathan Gannon with them soft-ass zone coverages late in ball games again. And yeah. I say this to you, Gary. If they yeah. had DeAndre Hopkins on there and an effective quarterback that was efficient in that zone, yeah. Brady puts 500 yards on you and sends your ass home. Yeah. He, dude, he – that, they, they, in my opinion, man, yeah. that guy, again, exposed himself once again that he resorted back, not wanting to give up the big play. And Kyler was overthrowing guys, man. Yeah, he was. Get up there he and was. put pressure on that kid. Yeah. Yeah, you you know, I, I would have liked to see, you know, and, and this is something that Jonathan Gannon has got to learn. Look, you know, we can't just get in these soft zones, man, because you let people back in the game. And, and you're right in that if you had a seasoned quarterback back there, they'd probably lose that game. Oh, yeah. Because he, he made some mistakes – the way he does, he doesn't make those mistakes. He doesn't miss some of those guys, you know. Then I, I think there's a good chance they lose their game. Clearly, I think they're looking ahead a bit. You know, it was kind of a trap game. There's no question yep. about it, and I know they'll deny it. Uh, but taking that trip out there, there's something about the long trips too, man. And, and I got, I mean, I've been out there, I've been it, so I can't just say, oh, I, w- I can't understand. Look, you take those long trips. Times you just don't you you know just keeping up the whole time you lose something, and clearly you know they they didn't play their best uh, football, but if they were saving it for the Cowboys, then we'll forgive them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly because hey, Gary, it's all on you... the line now. But uh, it's it's really they're very fortunate they got out of there with the W. I mean, it's, it's Gary. It's are you concerned? Because... Are you concerned with the injuries going into this game, especially what you just outlined? How good they are pass rushing. Yeah. You got a nick. I mean, I'm assuming that Mulata is going to be back, and that's probably why they rested him. I think Jay, Jack Driscoll did a fine job out there. Yeah. Still, there was pressure. Zach Allen looked pretty good out there. So did yeah. JJ. But uh, Dickerson's banged up. Kelsey's banged up. Uh, Sam Malo's banged up. Do you think, again, you're a little concerned going into this game that we're starting to see the injuries mount up and Slay's not at 100%? Yeah, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm definitely uh, concerned because. You know, they need to be at their best against when they play the best. I mean, they, they're playing against an outstanding defensive front. 
and uh, they need to be all fresh. So hopefully they can get back to some semblance of health, you know, because uh, they need their best people up here. This is going to be a fight, man. This is no question about it. And, and they, the, the big thing that they have is they've got a defensive uh, offensive line, though, that, that can go ahead and can battle these guys. Now, are they going to be able to dominate them? I don't know about dominate them, but, but just a draw will give them enough time to be able to operate the offense. But clearly, they're going to have to have a balanced attack. They cannot go to a pass-heavy attack, and these guys are flying off the corner, man, at the snap of the ball. No, you, you got to slow those guys down by hitting them square in the mouth a few times. See, you got to ball up your fist and get some blood coming out of that mouth a little bit. And that's what you got to do. And they got guys that can do that. They got an offensive line that likes to come out, fire out, and, and, and run the ball some. And if, if they can run the ball some, then they're going to be more effective offensively. If they get one-dimensional, no. You, you, you know, you're, you're asking for trouble. Gary, and wait you don't a minute. Want to that, that point, the ball over. To that point, one-dimensional, tell yeah. me if I'm wrong what, the way I'm seeing this. Uh-huh. Jalen Hurts has four passing touchdowns. In my opinion, he's got six rushing, yeah. four passing. You're not getting offensive scoring out of your passing game still. Yeah. You're better at throwing the ball this year, yeah. but you're still not effective, Gary, in putting up passing yards. You're, you're, no, you're, you're not putting up passing points. Yeah. You have four – Josh Allen had four TDs in one game yesterday, and I'll say yeah. this, that's not balance. Okay, it's definitely not and they're balanced. still fighting for balance. Am I right when I say that? I, they're I, still I, fighting I, for balance. I agree with you. I mean, I, I think that, um, you know, they're still a, a team that's still growing in their their passing game. They're still growing. But, but so that's okay, though. Yes. As long as you run the football some. Don't be, you know, you don't have to apologize for running the ball and, 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 and still having that threat there. In order for them to run their pass offense, if you notice when they first came out, they were able to throw the ball effectively on the first few drives. But because they still were, were thinking about the running game, the defense was saying, well, you know, these guys can run the ball. They saw the way Miles had that game uh, the week before. You still have to keep that threat there, you know, and that's what's going to keep them honest. But if you just get pass happy, that that off, that pass offense is not advanced enough and Jalen is not as advanced enough to where you just come out and throw the ball 50 times. That's not the strength of this team. Strength of this team is when you come out with that run threat and then you're passing the ball, see? Then, you know, you you, you go play action. They honor the play action fake because you've been running the ball. But if you're not going to run the ball, you're just going to drop back and throw it, you know, all those times. That's not the strength of this offense yet. You know, as they go on, they'll get better. But you still got to know the strength of this team is being able to run the ball and then Jalen is, is throwing the ball on play action passes because you got the run threat there. You know, you got to keep that run threat there and they've got the capability to do it. They got the people to do it, but that's just got to be where, you know, I, uh, I know Nick was a wide receiver coach, but Nick, that's not the strength of this team right now. Maybe it it's will be in the future. TD passes is you're getting no scoring points out yeah. of it. And mm -hmm. to me right now, you're still going to resort back to who you are. And like you said, Gary, yeah. until someone stops it, yeah. you know, resort back to You don't have to apologize to for that. I mean, but don't sit there and tell me that they're balanced in scoring through the air and running yeah. the ball. They're not yet. They're still not there yet. 
you know, uh, uh, because, you know, uh, Jalen is still developing. He I mean, is. He's, he's, made he's getting better every progress. week. Every week he's making tremendous progress. But still at this point now, this team's strength is running the ball on people and then play action pass. Play action pass is very difficult to deal with because you got all these threats. I mean, you got Goddard down the seam. Uh, you know, you got AJ with those crossing routes. Um, uh, Devontae is, is very effective with his route running and everything, but you still need to run through it. And you don't have to apologize for that. No, you're just not as advanced where you're just doing drop back passing. That's not the strength of this team. Play action pass is their strength when they got that run threat there. Absolutely. Gary, let me yeah. throw this at you here. And mm -hmm. boy, I'll, I'll tell you this, man. Dallas Goddard, in my opinion, is the best tight end in the NFL. Yeah. And you know what? He reminds me of Gronk. He doesn't have the hands of Gronk. But, mm -hmm. Gary, when he gets that ball in open space, yeah. he is a freaking tank. I mean, <laughs> bringing him down. Yeah. Look, Zach Ertz, he loved his catches. Get on the ground. Get up. Next play. This guy's looking for the end zone. That's Every right. time he gets the ball, he's got a nose for the end zone, man. I mean, are you shocked with the way he's growing into – he's just growing into – it'd be hard-pressed for me to take another tight end over this guy right now. Well, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I mean, he's shown this all along. I mean, even when he was backing up, you know, Zach Ertz, uh, that he would get in the game and we, he would get the ball in his hands, and you could see the way he could run with the ball after the catch. Now, that's not, that's not Ertz. Ertz doesn't have that strength. But he's a tremendous athlete. I mean, really, Goddard is, is, is just an amazing athlete uh, who um, has tremendous size and power. He's a great blocker, you know. He's a great blocker, and he's great when he gets his hands on the football. The play is just starting, and uh, he's been able to help them throughout the season. I mean, uh, the, being able to run those uh, tight end screens, which he gets his hands on the ball, and he's done amazing things with that. But he also is just a tremendous um, – athlete and he made some key plays in the game uh the catch which set up that uh that score at the end where he was able to get it and get the first down and keep on eating up that clock that was a big play but he is right now I think all around uh I don't I don't know a tight end in the, in the league that's that's better than he is you know because he's a great blocker he's a great route runner he catches the ball uh, and he's great when he gets the ball in his hands he's a great runner after he gets his gets the ball in his hand. So they have a tremendous threat there. And you, this team has got room to get so much better because, you know, Jalen is going to continue to get better uh, at reading defenses and, and, and with everything he's doing, uh, he's just going to get better and better. And I, I thought that I uh, heard some comments that, that Donovan McNabb made, and I thought he hit it on the head. And he said that, you know, Jalen's got a lot of room to keep getting better and better and better. And because of his work habits, Kid's going to get better. I mean, he's a kid that he works. I mean, and I think that's great because everybody on the team has to work. If you got the quarterback that works like that, everybody on the team's got to work. Do you agree, Gary, on Sunday? Um, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, you let this quarterback thing, you know internally what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. But let the Eagles have the game plan, either Dak or Cooper Rush, because, again, you, you, you don't want to show your hand. You don't really have to. Because you can have Dak because they didn't put him on IR. They could have Dak uh, questionable, doubtful, what have you, going all the way up until game time decision on what you're going to do. So if you're the Cowboys, you're not going to show your hand early in the week, right? But for you, what do you think? I mean, do you go with the hot hand with Rush? Or do uh, you I, put the $45 million guy back in there? 
uh, unless he's really uh, very comfortable and ready to play, I don't think they're going to put him out there until he's totally healthy, you know, uh, where he's really ready to go. Because But if he wins the job, but Gary, if he beats the Eagles, mm -hmm. you think Dak gets his job back? Yeah, I think he's, over time he's still going to get his job back because for them to win, they're still winning on their defense. I mean, they are. last week he threw for like 100-some yards. Yeah, okay? he threw 16 times on Sunday yeah. against the Rams. Not like he's well, thrown 50 times. What, what they're doing is they're saying, look, we got a defense we can win with. We can win with our running game. And, and that's what they've been doing. They're not, they're not really throwing the ball too much. Uh, they're, 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 they have asked him to do certain things, but they're not asking him to carry this offense or carry the team. And uh, that's uh, something that, who knows, they may get back to more of that when Dak comes back. But I, I think right now, you know, they're playing smart football, which is, look, we're good enough with our running game and good enough with our uh, defense that we don't have to ask our quarterback to, to carry us. We, so we, we don't want to turn the ball over. So we're not going to throw the ball 30, 40 times, you know. So they've been able to win that way. And you got to give them credit that they have um, they've emphasized those other parts of the team. And, and I'll be honest, I didn't know that they were as strong as they are uh, to be able to do that and win. So. The Eagles have better be ready, man, because this is going this going to be a good old fashioned slug, you know, uh, slug match, and that you're going to have two uh, battles with uh, their offensive line against our defensive line, and vice versa when when uh, the Eagles get the ball. Finally, uh, which Gary, is going to make it a lot of fun. Finally, you think this is a defining game for the season for the Eagles on Sunday? Uh, I, I think it's it's still early. Uh, I think I think they can make a statement with this game, but still, you know, there's a lot of football to play even after this game, regardless of who wins. But I think they can they could make a statement. They must most definitely can make a statement. Look, uh, this is our turf. Okay, you guys are coming up here on our turf, and and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put something on you. So. I, I think this is fun. This is what this is what you play the game for. Oh, man. dude, five and zero, four and one, Cowboys and Eagles. Shit, this is hey, old school, buddy Ryan ball. Come on, man. They, 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 these guys got to be loving this, man. Because this this is what you want to do. You want to find out against the best and show them uh, what you're made of. And and this is going to be a lot of fun to watch. And uh, it's going to be like the heavyweight championship fight, man. Come I got to show there. you this very before you go here, man. So I uh -huh. get a I get a call from. Um, Look at this, man. One of the guys in here, one of the guys in here is Michael Irvin, right? So Michael calls yeah. me and he goes like this. Sills, <laughs> how good is this team? And I go, bro, I'll tell you what, man. You better put your mouthpiece in. This Eagle team, man. Is that right? Okay. I mean, dude, they, they you know, it, you know, they're they're a tough team to beat. I mean, they got a bunch of dogs on that team, man. They, That's right. They're the, it's an old school lunch pail type of team. You That's know, they're not is. fancy and sexy, right, Gary? They're yeah. a lunch pail right. team. Well, and you know, and, and, and what I was talking about, what Dallas has done, uh, the Eagles have to say, hey, this is their strength too, which is we went up front. You know, we went up front. We don't have to be cute with you. You know, we can we can be old-fashioned. You want to go old-fashioned? Let's go ahead. Hey, let's go. So that's what, <laughs> hey, that's what we're going to see on Sunday, man. I, I love that, man. This is going to be – and let the whole nation sit there and watch it. You know, and, and we'll see who comes out on top. That's This will be fun. It will, man. Gary, thank you, my friend. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you All so right. much, my friend. Have a good one. That's Gary Cobb from Fox 29 in Philadelphia.
Yeah, this one in lunch pail games, folks. You better bring it because, uh, hey, mouthpieces are required in this one. You know, there's certain games you don't have to wear a mouthpiece. This game, you got to wear a mouthpiece, man. Dude, that play. Hey, one of the coolest things about the Philadelphia Eagle fans, and this is exactly what I tell you guys every single day, why I love you guys, whether you're giving Big Sills shit or not. By the way, tomorrow, 4 p.m., Big Sills will sing the fight song, okay? The Eagle fight song. That stadium in Glendale was Lincoln Financial West. That thing was cool. I mean it, man. That place at least had 70% Eagle fans in it compared to Cardinal fans. <laughs> I, thought, I thought the Cardinals were going to have to go to like a silent count. I did. I thought they were going to go to a silent count. Body bag game? That means we got to get Jimmy on this week. We got to get Coach Johnson on. Let's see if we try to get Rex Ryan on too. You know, talk a little bit about that. I think Rex was on that coaching staff back. Jeff Fisher would be somebody because he was the D-line coach during Gang Green. I got to think about people that were on that team because that the old body bag games, man. I love that stuff, man. Hey, hit the like button. Don't forget our good friends at Morgan & Morgan where the fee is free means this. They don't get paid unless you do. If you're hurt or injured on the job, one place that will take care of you and your family when it comes to fair compensation is Morgan & Morgan. With over 800 attorneys and offices in Philly, New York, and in Florida, nobody will defend your family better than Morgan & Morgan. That's right. I mean, they're the biggest firm in the country. And know this. There's no case too small, too big, what have you. They'll never be intimidated when they defend you. Call them at 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600. The call is free. The consultation's free. 800-512-1600. And when you call Morgan & Morgan, do me a favor. Tell them Big Sales sent you. After a car crash, the big insurance companies you see advertising on TV, they may try to downplay your case and might say it's only a fender bender or it's just a herniated disc. I worry that some law firms fall for this BS. Not us. We put ourselves in your shoes and ask, what would it be like to be in your pain for the rest of our lives? A million dollars wouldn't be enough for me. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. For the people.com.
the greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Faces you know, the team you trust. The Delaware Valley's leading news program, Action News. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. got a hell of a running back Galen Hurts man he, he's a hell of a running back top of the hour we will reset and look at week five from this past Sunday plus we'll talk a little bit about tonight's game Chiefs and Raiders yes sir boy you got yourself a hell of a running back that guy can run man 15 carries what was it 61 yards there you go Love it. I love it. Can you imagine Brady with 15 carries in any NFL game? I wonder if Brady's had 15 carries in the last 10 years. Right? I mean, dude, Jalen would be a great rugby player. You know, I mean, running, hitting. I mean, this guy's complete. They can play any position. Fantastic, man, the way he plays. Love it, man. Okay. Sills in an Eagles jersey. If we beat Dallas, come on, Sills. Marcus. How do you know I'm not – wait a minute, wait a minute here. How do you know I'm picking Dallas at home at Lincoln Financial versus the greatness of Cooper Rush? Hurts is a quarterback. You're taking a shot at Hurts, am I? <laughs> ah, wow. Philly D, you're awfully quick. <laughs> Congratulations. Best dual threat in the game, baby. You better be, because he ain't throwing touchdown passes. Zero points in your passing offense so far this year. Not very good. Brady's doing so well down there this year. Now, we'll see at the end of the year if you beat Brady. Remember, he just kicked the tar out of you about seven months ago. So before you start throwing shade at Tom Brady, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, 
Right. Beat, beat Tom Brady first before you start talking shit on him. Oh. Oh, that Vols, ten, hey, that Vols Bama game is going to be pretty good. Tennessee's good this year, man. Seals, what do you make of Jordan Davis so far? Well, if he puts the White Castles down, it'd be pretty good. Seriously, man, get away from the buffet table. You might be pretty good. Seals, you said greatest... The greatest of Cooper Rush. I know, man. I, You know what? Hey, no, this time, you know I'm kidding. <laughs> the greatness. Still, stop six passer. Number six passer. Yeah, four TDs. Four touchdown passes. No, it's prolific. <laughs> prolific. You guys are throwing a lot of points up through the air. I don't think so. You see is. 520-pound lineman at UF. I did. That guy is a whale and can move. Seals, you will look good in in, in, an eagle green. Seals, your realistic trolls are a lot better. (laughs) I'm not trolling anybody. I bring up stats. I bring up things that I see. By the way, man, I thought I gave you guys a ringing endorsement off. I tell you what, I sounded more positive about the win against the Cardinals than anybody else on our network and in your city. I didn't – I think they found a way to win the game, man. From your center to your left tackle, we're completely out and you won the ball game? Kudos. Not very many teams can withstand that kind of loss and, and injuries and win ball games. Granted, those guys came back in like Warriors and played, but you're not 100% in those ball games. That's why J.J. Watt looked like he was a star again. Yeah, I mean, hey, um, I, I, them winning, I'll talk more about it at the top of the hour here, but nah, man, I gave them, I thought it was a great way to win ball game. Jalen Hurts out, hey, here, I know you guys think I'm talking shit on Jalen. Jalen completely outplayed um, Kyler Murray on Sunday. Wasn't close. He completely outplayed him. Here's why. Kyler had too many shitty plays. Some of the spectacular... You can't have five spectacular plays and ten shitty ones and me go like this, that guy's great. You're never going to get me saying that. I like the guys who make no mistakes in ball games, get the ball in the hands to the... Troy Aikman's got three Super Bowl rings doing that. Can you imagine if you had Kyler Murray, quarterback in that team with Dallas? The thing would be all over the place. Kyler Murray is not a very good quarterback. It's fun to watch. Quite frankly, for me, when I watch Kyler Murray, it's like watching Vic. Really fun. You're not going anywhere with him. You're not going anywhere. Now, does that change when DeAndre Hopkins comes back? Maybe. Yeah, and like Gary Cobb said, too. The bitch into the coach on the sideline and the little pouty faces that he makes. How many times did Sirianni get on Jalen Hurts' ass? Or it seemed when he was walking to the sideline, Jalen never changed an expression, never let off anything that maybe he didn't like something Sirianni was saying. And he went over, sat down, looked at the tablet, went back in, never made any gestures. Here's Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> here's Kyler Murray 
Here's Jalen when you're bitching at him. Watch. Okay. Here's Kyler Murray. What's he saying now? I'm like this. Seriously, is this guy trying out for a part? I mean, Kyler Murray, every time he looked at Cliff Kingsbury, I thought he was Joaquin Phoenix. How's my audition going? (laughs) Great. I don't know. (laughs) Dude, Jalen was a man. He acted like a man out there. I mean, you see Sirianni saying something. He goes, what the? I, you saw it. You read his, what the F was that? And Jalen didn't say shit. He sat down, looked at the tablet, went back. It was all good. It's, he gets it. Hey, I guess when you've been screamed at by Nick Saban, there's nothing Nick Sirianni could do to him. <laughs> hey, would you agree? This guy probably got the riot act read to him numerous times in Tuscaloosa, right? So anything that old Nick says to him, man, ain't going to really play anything. Hey, dude, I've been hollered at by the best. You ain't got it. But every time you watch Kyler Murray, man, said something again to me that I just don't like. I'm going to have to scrub my social media again. I can't take it. (laughs) I'm Kyler Murray. I make $46.1 million. What's he talking about? I don't know, dude. (laughs) That's sure a lot over one play. (laughs) I mean, how about that jackass play you made at the end of the game? Hey, by the way, I thought Cliff Kingsbury was doing the same shit. I thought he showed his frustration with the guy. This guy slides with seconds left in the game. It's fourth down, and he slides before. he He had it. He didn't know where he was on the field. What a toolbox. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, talking to sports. Oh, I'm sorry. That was something went wrong with my wrist when I'm talking about Kyler Murray. I apologize. I got a wrist problem. It's like a little wrist. Pro- I, stop that. Case. Stop that. Kyler Murray. I, 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 don't, I, can't, I think I have to go to break. I got to stop this. Kyler Murray. Uh, okay, look, I'm going to hit the like button. Hour three, let's go over the National Football League. Week five. Okay, stop that. Coming up next, keep it here on the National Football Show. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go to get your game on. 
Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Since 1977 at Rafferty Subaru, we have always been about our customers and the community. Early on, a safe and durable option, we've evolved to become the best overall brand according to Kelly Blue Book. Over the last 14 years, we've donated thousands of dollars through the Subaru Share the Love event and found homes for hundreds of pets. The Rafferty family is proud of our 45 years in business. This month, celebrate our anniversary with special financing on select models. Visit us and see why. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Football show, it's your boy Big Sills. Can we have a moment of silence, please? I would like to give my condolences to those supporting Carson Wentz and his career. He was a fine boy, you know, liked half his teammates. You know, had a really kind of odd personality, but he got paid. Heavenly Father, I know some that were around like Ron Rivera and Frank Reich, you know, have moved on to greener pastures. (laughs) Dear Heavenly Father's name, we pray for Carson Wentz. Because he now goes into the land of Blake Bortles. (laughs) And Heavenly Father name, amen. (laughs) I agree with you guys. You guys were right in the end. Amen. He's a better version of Blake Bortles. And whatever you, Blake Bortles was a game away from going to the Super Bowl too. But yeah, man, dude. Hey, and this guy threw for a shitload of yards yesterday, but there was that play, man. There was that one moment. You know, you're on a date. 
and your dating wins. Everything's going great. All of a sudden, he says something stupid. The date's over. That's who he is. Everything's going great. Why'd you F it up? It's over. You're like, damn, dog. He had everything. You had, you had her. You had her. She was going home with you. She's all liquored up. And you sobered her up with one dumbass play. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That guy is the king of shit in the bed. <laughs> and I mean, get this. You don't clean them sheets. No way, man. You throw that dude's ass out. Holy crap. Man, I don't know. <laughs> hey, man. I'm, I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, man, he throws, he does some dumb ass shit. Okay. I mean, dumb ass shit. Like, that's a, hey, Sands, that's a great comparison. Kerry Collins kind of shit. Yeah, he's kind of that, you know? Let me reset here first in my takeaways from the game and what I saw, and then we'll get into week five here. Um, look, and I'm, we'll go over the numbers a little bit too again. But like I said in hour number one, the thing I take away from it is, hey, it wasn't the Eagles' best performance, but they won. This is not a beauty contest. And again, I'm you you guys are impressed with 5 and 0. And you know what again? I mean, I'm I'm not downplaying that, but I'm more impressed because you're going to need it. And like you needed it on Sunday, you got to win multiple types of ways. And the Eagles in all five of these games have won completely different like chameleons in every one of these. Are there still deficiencies on the team? No question. We've talked about them in this show here today. But you're 5-0. and oh. Don't be bent on some of the shit that I bring up. You're 5-0 and oh at the end of the day. So whatever I say, you're still 5-0. and oh. Okay? You're 5-0. and oh. Relax. I'm bringing up things that may come back like it did almost in this Sunday game against the Cardinals. Like I said, Dallas Goddard is a weapon. He's the best tight end in the NFL. I'm sorry. You can have Travis Kelsey. But I'll tell you this. If you put Dallas Goddard on that Kansas City Chiefs offense with Patrick Mahomes, he'd have 150 yards catching and five touchdowns already on the season. I'm talking about 150 a game. He, in the open field, is a freaking horse. A true bona fide guy that throws the ball into the end zone, Dallas Goddard is going to have gargantuan numbers. In the style they play in Philly, he is a force on that seam and on that hash mark. He is really good. As for Kyler Murray, dude, Kyler Murray, this guy needs an understanding and have a class and high. Now I know why. By the way, I'll tell you this. Now I see why they put that addendum into the contract that he needed to do more studying. Don't nobody's bringing it up nationally because you know why? Somebody would get called a racist if they did bring it up. Well, I'm gonna. There's a reason why that addendum was put in. You saw it on Sunday, didn't you, Eagle fans? You don't do enough studying. 
You don't do enough preparing for the game. How do you not have field presence with seconds remaining in the game to know that you have no more timeouts, it's fourth down, you have to get the first down to give yourself a chance to have some throws in the end zone. Had no field presence. None. Jalen, on the other hand, is a savant on the field. This guy works his way around. That last drive was championship football by the Eagles. There was like, what, six and a half minutes left? They burned that bitch all the way down, man. Ran the ball. I think they ran the Cardinals right off the field. Put it in the end zone or they kicked the field goal, went up. Dude, that's textbook how you went on the road when you're not at your best. It's textbook. It's textbook. Dude, Kyler Murray was never winning that game like he did against the Raiders. Okay? That's schoolyard football. You're going to win more games with Jalen Hurts at the end. Kyler Murray's going to have spectacular moments. But how many open throws did he miss? How many times did he miss Zach Hurts? Five. Hollywood Brown dropped one. That's why he's not in Baltimore anymore. Hey, he's, he's another one of those guys. He makes great plays. He also makes some bonehead misses. You know what the Cardinals are? It's like the, it's like the island of misfit toys. That's what the Cardinals are. They're like the island of misfit toys. They just don't get it. And the coach, too. And the, and the coach and the quarterback making faces at one another. It's so unprofessionally run. They don't have professionals in the building there. They just don't. They don't have professionals. Um, Not going to get you too much. Jalen does feel the game way you do about scoring in the red zone. He gets it. Um, Dank, all I'm telling you is that you have no passing offense. Excuse me. You have no scoring passing offense. Zero. You have four TDs this year. That's not scoring in the passing game. You can put up all your idle and empty calorie offensive stats. If you're not getting the ball into the end zone in today's passing league, you're still one-dimensional. You're better at throwing the ball. Yes, you are. You're still not getting in the end zone with it. That's why you don't put up a lot of points. That number will continue to come back the other way. How can you say you're an offensive scoring machine in the passing game and you're, you have a passing guy when you're the only guy? Your, your quarterback is 5-0 and and he's got – you have more wins than he has touchdown passes. That's prolific in the passing game? I don't think so. But you're finding ways to win. Um. The Eagles' game plan was completely wobbled because of the injuries, and they found a way to win. Center hurt. Left guard hurt. Left tackle out. Say Amalo nicked up. And they still went in there and won a ball game. It's good. It's good. Hassan Reddick got off the bus again. Showed up. Saw the sack. Two and a half games now. The guy's actually got off the bus. He no longer sits in the back. He sits in the front now, and he's the first guy off there. Good. TJ Edwards, his first horrible game. 
at least seven poor first steps out of position numerous times. That was the worst game I've seen him play in over a year and a half. Yeah, that's his worst game. He was terrible. I don't think Slay's completely healthy. Um, Hollywood Brown was wide open. Zach Ertz was wide open. That idiotic Jonathan Gannon, soft-ass zone is going to get you killed, man, with an experienced quarterback. They're too wide open. There he goes, too. When he, you, know, you know what Gannon does when he gets nervous? He goes to soft zone coverages again because he's afraid of getting beat deep. Getting beat deep by Kyler Murray? Really? That doesn't look like a guy that's going to frighten me deep. He's going to frighten me underneath. That's how they got back in it. It just, I mean, I don't see his approach and go, wow, man, that's a really good coordinator. Jonathan Gannon, man. I'm not wrong about the guy. I think he's suspect. I think he's mediocre. I think he's average. I think the Eagles have good players. And I think the Eagles save his ass. I should say the Eagle players save his ass. I just, he, he's, yeah, I mean, Chris, he's painful. Because he resorts back to the weakest shit you can. Watch this. He doesn't bring pressure in critical situations. You know what he does? He gets complacent and soft. I mean, complacent and soft in the NFL traditionally doesn't work. Hey, let me get everybody back. I don't want to get beat on the plus 25 play. And I get that. But I thought you that's not trusting your players. Bro, you got to trust your players more. This guy believes more in his scheme than he does the dudes on the field. It's evident in every game I watch that he's the defensive coordinator in. I, I don't think he trusts the guys. Fletcher Cox was a no-show. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, we go by the numbers. I'll look at the numbers here in a second. And I'll throw them out at you too, but uh, that was a Fletcher Cox Detroit Lions game. Okay. Fletcher's not going to put game and game in and out every week. He's just not, he's not that guy anymore. And I told you what you're going to get. You're going to get spurts of him where he plays really good for two games. And then you're going to see no shows. Okay. Then you I didn't think really Hartgrave played well. Okay. I didn't think any of them things guys. Right. Okay. And after the game, he keeps preaching execution. <sighs> Bro. Yeah. Cause you know what he's doing, Chris, when he's preaching execution, execute the scheme we run instead of just making plays, preaching the scheme that he's running, bro. Don't force your freaking scheme down players throats. Let them get the win. They got to run behind a block. Do it. Give th this guy does not give enough latitude. Jim Schwartz was better. Jim Schwartz is a better D coordinator. Than Jonathan Gannon every night and day. Okay. He's a better coordinator. I don't really think it's close. I just don't. We need everyone to show up against Dallas, Joshua. Yeah, you're especially in that offensive line because let me tell you something. The Cowboys are going to bring it, and they can bring it. I'll tell you. I'll give me, I'm going to get to where I'll talk a little about the Cowboys here in a second. Um, 
But again, they get to win the numbers. 20 to 17. First downs were close, 24-23. Favor of the Eagles. Eagles had 71 plays. Cards had 69 plays. I like that number. Um, anytime you can keep a team under 70 plays, traditionally you're going to win that ball game. Um, the Eagles held under 400 yards. I think if I'm not mistaken, this is the first game this year that they've been held under 400 yards in total offense, 357 to 363. They were outgained. That's not a big deal. Rushing, they still had 139 yards. You know, you're around 140, 150. Uh, you're pushing the pile. You're inflicting your will. They did give up 124 yards. It's not awful. That's not awful, especially when you have a quarterback like Murray that can get around in. He only ran the ball four times, Kyler Murray, where Jalen was a legitimate halfback. Jalen was a halfback. I'll tell you one thing he still does, though, man. You know, the greatest thing that Jalen Hurts does, third and long, man, he gets them third and longs with his wheels. He gets those third and long. I do not fear his arm on third and long, but boy, I'll tell you, I fear him in open space like I do Lamar. He, it, he, that's one part of his game that boy, when he get, I mean, when it's third and long, if I was a D coordinator, his arm's not going to scare me. But him, the way he gets out in open space, shit, man, he picks that thing up the majority of the time he gets out there. 15 carries. 161 and two touchdowns. Way too many carries. Especially in a physical game like that against the Cardinals. The Cardinals bring the wood, too. They bring the wood, dude. Um, that That's a lot of hits. 26 of 36, 239. No touchdowns, no interceptions. Dallas Goddard, eight catches, 95. Devontae Smith showed me a lot of toughness in this game. 10 catches, 87 yards. Devontae got whacked. He got whacked a lot. And I thought he played hard, man. I thought he played hard. Murray, 28 of 42, 250, one touchdown, one pick. Stupid pick, too. Um, Big Sills. I like that. Let's talk about Dallas before we talk about the next four opponents. I don't, I don't care about the next four opponents. I only care about Dallas, the next opponent. Got to win that game. Um, Hollywood Brown, eight catches, 78. Connor went out nine carries, 55 yards. So you could have had this game as one of those games where you went like this. Well, it was a trap game. I thought it would. I thought they would. I thought they would lose this game. Four o'clock tomorrow, Big Sill sings the Eagle fight song. So just keep that in the back of your hat. Um, I thought they'd lose the game because of the trap and the injuries. And they muscled it out. They did. They muscled it up here, man. So good. I mean, look, now you got Dallas. And a little bit on the Cowboys here. The Cowboys, I'm shocked how good they are in their front. They're fast, man. They are fast. Their two tackles are really playing well, too. Their defensive tackles. Um, you know what, too, about Cooper, Cooper Rush? What did he throw the ball, 16 times? They, they really didn't and aren't asking him to do crazy shit, right? 
I mean, he's kind of managing it. He's not turning the ball over. He's doing all the essential things to win ball games. I like the kid. Kid's getting better every week. He's 5-0 and as a starter in Dallas, 4-0 and this year. Got to make sure we land there. Seals, he's not 5-0 and this year because we're 5-0. and <laughs> You guys love that 5-0, and man. You don't get awards for that thing. You don't get awards for it. We started out really good this year. <laughs> Who cares? Beat Dallas. Beat the Cowboys. I think the running game, they're not running it effectively. They're just they're winning ball games with defense right now. They're winning ball games with defense. Um, n- nothing for five and zero. Oh. You don't win anything for that, my friend. Except a pat on the back. Congratulations, five and zero. Oh. Uh, Twinkie, a White Castle burger, small Coke, a Happy Meal. Okay. What 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 kind of do you want for that? Dallas got crushed in Tampa. They only gave up 17 points. That's crushed. Or 17 or 19 points to Tom Brady. Tom Brady didn't even score 20 points on him. I mean, excuse me? Dallas defense when when you surrender only 19 points to Tom Brady, I don't know. That's not horrible. That's not horrible, dude. If I was a defensive guy in Dallas, I'd walk back to my locker going, hey, man, we did our gig. We we did our gig here. You see the way they started off the game with pressure, created a nervous pain. Yes, Ronald, that's Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn versus Jonathan Gannon. Here, here's the, here's the difference. Dan Quinn is a guy who's going to get in the ring and throw haymakers. Jonathan Gannon is a pugilist. He's a jabber. Here's, here's Dan Quinn. Bang! 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 Here's, here's Jonathan Gannon. Like a soccer bocker. <laughs> Here's that at the Gannon. Hey, that's not the rules of Queens, the Queensberry way of fighting here, Mr. Man. We have Queensberry rules. You know, the rules. No below the waist. Here's Dan Quinn. I have no rules. My rule is get you on the ground. Okay. <laughs> so, what the F, man? You punched me in the ear. Well, as Mike Tyson was saying, any means necessary. You see, you, you see everybody's got a plan until you get hit in the mouth. Mouth. When you get hit in your mouth, nobody got a plan. You see, I, I'm an animal. I'll bring you in. I'll be when we get you in. I'll be get you in. <laughs> okay? I don't get I'm like thinking, oh, you know, you have I'm just a manimal. I'm just a manimal. I'm a manimal. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you in the balls if I have to. I'll eat your family. <laughs> Steven, 
nah, I don't do that. <laughs> and hey, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna hit you. I'll do everything. I'll bite your ear. And I'm gonna have your children for lunch. You wouldn't say that to his face, would you, Gary? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> okay, hey, Gary, you got me. No. <laughs> you win, Gary. Gary, you win. You're right. No, I wouldn't. But I, I, get, the, I get the balls to go after everybody. Everybody's got a plan to get punched in the waist. Once you get punched in the waist, it's over. Five and old, bitch. Five and oh. <laughs> Five and oh, bitch. Five and oh. Sills, like maybe 20 years ago. Absolutely, Philly. Today, Tyson's still in good shape. I saw him tear up, what's his name? Ray Jones, who's my boy. Now, he killed Big Sills today. 25 years ago, I don't know, man. I'd jump in there for about 14, 15 million bucks. I'm good with that. I could get my ass kicked for 15 million. <laughs> I'm going to tear you. I'm going to tear you up. Nice to be 5-0, maniac. It sure is. We'll see what that 5-0 gets you Sunday. Hopefully it gets you 6-0. Why am I still doing it? I don't know. All right. I want to do week five here. <laughs> More like 15. <laughs> 14, 15 seconds. Uh. <laughs> Steven loved the show, Sills, even though your Hurts take drives me crazy. <laughs> and I'll, It is all in love, Steven. You get it. Some of these other guys. Silly guy was a piece of shit. My aunt, you guys upset my aunt every day. You know that, right? You guys upset my family every day. You understand this, right? It's okay. I tell them I bring it on myself, though. Big Sales currently on the plane ride back to Miami from Phoenix. Was at the game. Hey, hey, Trevor. Was it 70-30 Eagle fans at that stadium in Glendale. Okay. <laughs> Cut me, Mick. Cut me. Cut me, Mick. Trevor, how many Eagle fans were in the stands? Eagles are supposed to win by six points, according to Vegas. Dude, them dudes build castles for a reason in Las Vegas. No excuses to lose as a TD favorite. Best fans in the NFL, bar none. Dude, I, hey, I like that Bills Mafia too, man. Big Sills on the plane ride back from Phoenix. Hey, hey, Trev, that stadium must have been absolutely packed. Ronald says 5-0 and is not important as how we're playing. I do not want the coaches and the players falling back thinking that 5-0 and means anything. Ronald, I, I say, Ronald, you say that with um, – with some sanity behind you, you're right. Hey, Sills, the link or MetLife? Come on, Nick. Come on. Really? MetLife? When I go to MetLife, I feel like I'm going to have, like, wine and a quiche. When I go to the link, I want a beer and a burger. Okay? When I go to, like, seriously, when I go to MetLife, hey, can I have a Chardonnay? And a quiche? Yes, sir. Um, what kind of quiche do you want? I don't care. A quiche and a Chardonnay. <laughs> when I go to the link, I want a brat, a burger, or a beer. Or all three of them. 
Okay? All three I'll take. 80% Eagles. Holy shit. That's great. <laughs> Those loud sills. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. It's a great place. I've been there seven times. Absolutely. I love the stadium. I love the box seats too, man. You want, hey, Gary, you can add another B in there, but I, my aunt watches the show, so I can't say what the other B is. You got three Bs there. I'll go four Bs. You know what I mean? I don't. Dude, MetLife's a good ballpark, man, but you got to get to you got to get the Lincoln Financial, man. From UK, awesome. Hey, that was a pretty good showing, man. Giants and um, Packers. Okay. Listen, I used to tailgate at MetLife from 2004 to 16 Eagle Giants games. Filet mignon, melted butter, mozzarella wrapped in foil, <laughs> grilled for about 30 of us. That sounds pretty awesome, bro. I got to say, that sounds pretty good. I'm good with that. Cowboys have four passing TDs this season. Cooper Rush, right. So you're comparing Cooper Rush to Jalen Hurts. Congratulations to you. You just validated my point. So you're going to pay Cooper Rush $42 million too? <laughs> yeah. They got four touchdown passes too. Cooper Rush? Didn't they cut him in the offseason and bring him back? The greatness of Cooper Rush. Prolific passing game. Or scoring offense in the passing game the Eagles don't have. Sills, let's talk Cowboys. 30 minutes later, talking about food. How you doing, Sal? All right, let me get to week five here. NFL. How many people buy the Giants? They're 4-1 now. How many people buy the Gigantes? You guys buying these guys? They beat the Packers 27-22. Green Bay struggling in their offense. Why didn't they run the ball with Aaron Jones down in the red zone like that? I mean, you know you're struggling throwing the ball. I blame that on the coach. Why didn't they run it? Aaron Rodgers doesn't call the plays. Matt LaFleur does. Why, why, why didn't they... The Giants' defense looks good, man. This kid came on Thibodeau, I told you, is a real deal. Okay? I think the Giants are playing pretty good ball, especially on defense. Look, they're running it. Look, I think they're a version, kind of, of the Eagles. They run the ball. Not much in the passing game when it comes to scoring. They play really good defense. Giants get after people, man. Gi yeah, the Giants won't beat themselves, Cal. They won't. I think they got a home run with uh, Brian Dable. I really do. I think they got a home run. I mean, Sean McDermott should be awful proud of this guy and what he's done in New York, man. He's, he, he's, he's changed the culture in just a couple brief months being the head coach there. Brian Dable, how about this? I think the Giants walk back a little bit, but they're not terrible. They've been terrible for a decade. Okay, terrible for a decade. Trevor says, by the way, there's 10 Eagle fans on this plane ride from Phoenix to Miami. That's great. A lot of Eagle fans down in South Florida. Trev. Hey, hey, Trev. Don't bring up the hurricanes. <laughs> NFC East looking strong, Sills. And it's getting there. It's getting, it's better than what we thought. Okay? Better than what we thought. Joe Judge, awful. Bills crushed the Steelers. Steelers are terrible. 
38-3. Josh Allen, 20 of 31, 424, and has as many touchdowns in one game as Jalen Hurts has thrown the ball all year long. How you doing? Man, this guy has more passing touchdowns in one game than Jalen has in five. Mm. Oh, man, rage. I can't believe the Steelers are this bad. Chargers survive the Browns with the greatness of Jacoby Brissett. 30-28. Chargers are now 3-2. and two. Man, they just, they need a new coach. They need a new coach. Vikings, here's the greatest win on the Eagles schedule so far. Vikings hold off the Bears. 29-22. How about Kirk Cousins? 32 of 41, 296. Justin Jefferson, second straight game of 154 yards receiving. Empty calories, though, right? <laughs> Empty calories. Right? Empty calories? Patriots. You know that great team everyone's saying at the Lions? Oh, the Eagles beat a really up-and-coming team. Like, the Lions, they're 1-4 now. And the Patriots. What's a, a – um, Trevor, what's the dude's name that quarterbacked the uh, the Patriots. What's the guy's name? 29 to nothing. I've never heard of him. And Trev, where did he go to school? Where did he go to school? No A.J. Brown TD? I don't know. I don't know. You're not scoring passing game with the Eagles. They got four TD passes this year. Zappy. Oh, that's right. Frank Zappa's kid. Moon Zappa. He he went to Kentucky. Moon Zappa beat the Lions. <laughs> Frank Zappa's kid. AJ has two TDs. Way to go, man. How you doing? Yeah, Moon Zappa. <laughs> <laughs> Philly doesn't look awful, man. They're 5-0, and oh, dude. They don't look awful. That's not a word I would use to describe the Philadelphia Eagles so far. Would be awful. Moon Zappa beats the Lions. <laughs> 29-0. This is awful news for the Eagles. Saints beat the Seahawks in the greatness of Geno Smith. 39-32, they gave up a late sack, and that cost that drive. That's a tough place to play. I think it was down in New Orleans. How about the Jets? Joe Douglas. How about Joe Douglas, man? They beat an injured Dolphins team 40-7. to They actually put the whooping stick on them. Dude, the Dolphins are going the other way because of injuries. Didn't uh, Teddy Bridgewater, too, leave the game? Concussion protocol? Hmm. Hey, Sills, is Philly safe? If you're a Paisan. <laughs> yeah. I would say this. If you're a Paisan, um, if you're a brother, if you're Jewish, if you're Irish, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
If you're a Cowboy fan, that's what I would recommend. Don't wear Cowboy Gigante Giants. Okay, don't wear, or Washington, you could probably get away with. If you want to wear Washington gear, they probably let you slide because they suck so bad. But if you want to go to, if you want to go to Philly, the only thing I would say is you could wear your heritage well. Don't wear a cowboy or Giants gear. That's not going to go well for you, dog. You could get your ass kicked. <laughs> I'm going South Philly, brother. That's where the Paisans hang out. How you doing? Lenny goes, hey, Sills, if the Eagles beat Dallas, will you bring up Cooper Rush and say we haven't beat anyone still? No, because the Cowboys, that's not your problem that the Cowboys quarterback situation is what it is. Okay? Absolutely, that's got nothing to do with you. Beat that team. And if they suck, it's on them, not you. Credit to Sports Cranium. Eagles will trade Cox. Who said that? I said that at the beginning of the year. They should trade his ass by the trading deadline. I've been saying that the whole time. Bucks, get a break. How about the Buccaneers, man? Tom Brady gets sacked, and the NFL officials, they went like this. Hey, this thing's pretty close. It's really close. We need the Bucks. What does New York want? Commissioner Goodell, what do you need? Call roughing the passer. Okay. Roughing the passer, personal foul, automatic first down, Bucks get the ball, game over. Dude, terrible call. Terrible roughing call. Terrible. Terrible roughing call. The Falcons, here's another one. Falcons had, I don't know if they win it, but the Falcons at least had an opportunity to potentially, um, at least get a chance to win it. Philly D, it was embarrassing. Dude, the guy sacks him. He rolls over Brady, not like slamming him. And they call a personal foul on that and said it was um, unnecessary roughness on the quarterback. And you're like, oh my God, you gave the Bucks that game. Like I said, I don't know if Mariota drives him down the field and they win. All I know is this, you denied the Falcons an opportunity at that. And anytime officiating denies that, that's on that. That's on the league. The league screwed that up. That was terrible. Cox for Quinn. Why would Chicago want Fletcher Cox at $14 million? They're trying to get money off the cap. Do you know, want to hear something? Remember some of you guys were saying that the uh, Eagles are going to be $30 million under the cap? Can I'm going to give you a number. You ready? The Chicago Bears are going to be $100 million under the salary cap, $100 million this coming next year, $100 million. You heard it. I had to look it up. $100 million. Sounds like I'm like Dr. Evil. Dude, I, I don't know what they're going to do, but... Chris, I'm not getting ready for shit yet. Your boy Sap was livid. He should. He's right, man. It was. It's a terrible call. 
Philly goes, don't worry, Sills. The Bears will screw it up. <laughs> You're right. The Vikings are trash. You better not say that in Philly, man, because that's their big win of the year. Okay? That's their big win. Titans. They beat the Commanders 21-17. Carson Wentz, man. Henry 102. It's yeah, about time to put that guy to sleep. About the te- Oh, my God, no. The Texans beat the Jags. 13-6. Oh, jeez. Oh, I was hoping that that would be another quality win for the Eagles, but I don't know. I don't know. They're not two and three also. Shit. I was gonna I was gonna give them, you know, I don't know. But we'll end it. Oh, wait a minute now. The greatness of Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Look at Jimmy G. 37 to 15 over the Panthers. And Matt Rule loses his job because you know why? There were people in the organization in Carolina that wanted Garoppolo to go to Carolina. And Matt Rule said no and went with Baker Mayfield and took the money, okay, because Cleveland was going to pay 12 of the 18 million bucks. How you doing? He got fired because Jimmy G laid it on him. About Jimmy G, man. This guy's now 40 and 17 as a starting quarterback in the NFL. How's that possible? Jimmy Garoppolo, 40 and 17. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, but he sucks according to some of you. Oh, man. Cowboys beat the Rams. Defending champs. There's a quality win. 20 to 17. The Dallas Cowboys roll into Lincoln Financial. Can you, hey, it's it's like Ali Frazier, right? Four and one Dallas Cowboys versus the five and oh Eagles in the game of the year at Lincoln Financial. I could just hear the Monday night noise in the background. This is a place where the Cowboys have owned the Eagles. Winning 7-10. But tonight, on Monday night. Oh, man, I know it's Sunday, but I just, you know. I can hear the Monday night in the background. This would be a Monday night game with Dandy Don and with Cosell and them dudes. You should get like 50 shares. This is, this is, oh my, and by the way, that you see that what they're projecting that Cowboys and Rams game is going to get like massive numbers. Dallas has owned the Eagles 10 of the seven of the last 10 at Lincoln Financial, my friend. They've won seven of 10 at Lincoln Financial. Owned. Oh, yeah, Matt Rowe got canned. He'll be back in college. He'll be all right. You know what? Don't be shocked he gets the Nebraska job. Making $8 bucks a year. 
You know they still own $45 million in Carolina, too. That guy, David Tepper, gave him that $66 million deal, whatever it was. And boy, that guy turned out to be a donkey. Holy cow, man. Marcus, 49ers took Jimmy's money, made him a backup, now starting him at quarterback and keeping the money they're taking. Ponzi's king. Boy, I'll tell you, man, if you're Jimmy Garoppolo, you you mean you you're gonna you're gonna make a lot of money in the offseasons. God forbid you win the Super Bowl. That team's good, man. The 49ers are good. Okay? 49ers are good, man. Ravens behind the greatness of Lamar Jackson. Beat the Bengals 19-7. And tonight. By the way, I'll do tonight's game. A little bit more on the Cowboys. And close up what they did against the Cardinals. We'll do that. Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients. And we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience... We've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go birds! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our Winter Watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, Birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown's five-day used car super sale. Jeff puts an end to high prices now. Five days of the best car, truck, and SUV deals ever. Over 1,000 vehicles, every make and model. Stop overpaying. See Jeff today and get a quality car, truck, or SUV now. 
The five-day used car super sale. Experience how easy it is to deal at Jeff's. Nobody treats you better. Nobody gives you more. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown. GoJeffAuto.com. Some people have the lowest IQ. There's actually people on my Twitter page that say when I bring up something like you're not getting a lot of points out of the passing game, that, oh, it's really good. He's picking on black quarterbacks because he's racing. And I'm like, (laughs) he's got four touchdown passes this year. Okay, I would say that about anybody starter. Have to be low brow thinking idiots. Oh my god! I mean, it's 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 funny actually. I feel sorry for some of you people. That's the card you go to. Jesus, criminy man. By the way, it, you this shit used to affect me. It does it just doesn't? I laugh at it now. It's comical. It's comical. (laughs) Baker's terrible. Baker Mayfield, first pick in the draft. What a total, complete bust. Did you see him in a walking boot too? Dude, I've never seen that guy. You talk about looking for sympathy. This guy is a walking example of how not to conduct yourself as a quarterback in the NFL. Jalen Hurts is everything you want your quarterback. I think Dak Prescott too. But this guy, Baker, yeah, you know, I got to be better. You know, I don't let the noise. That What was the T-shirt he had early in the year? Unleashed when they played the Browns. He's such a loser. He is the, he is the, and I said this, his problem is the same problem that Kyler Murray has. You know what that is? They're not mature. You know, would would you agree with me? One thing on Jalen, I think getting his job taken from him, Alabama and all the naysayers like me, him being drafted to Philly, nobody liked to pick everybody now trying to revise history. Nobody liked that pick, and you know it. And he wasn't drafted to be the starter in Philly. He's turned himself into this. Not one, 99.9% of everybody, the night that happened, I saw everyone what they were saying. You hated the pick. Now, you know, he's my guy. I love him. He's great. He's always going to take, and you're like, no, you didn't, you liars. But what it's done, it's toughened him up. It's made him mature. Well, he was always mature. I'm not saying he wasn't. You know, can I, can I tell you one of the greatest moments? And by the way, when I had Howard Eskin on, I completely disagreed with this. Can I tell you why you knew there was something special and where you saw maybe something special and it makes sense today? Xander, I don't know if you were there for it, 
But when he had that job taken away from him, do you know what Jalen Hurts' first response was? Instead of jumping in the transfer portal right away, he stayed a year. He stayed a year. He was a great teammate to Tua Tagovailoa. He got his chance in the SEC title game. And he saved that game for that team that year. But he was a great teammate. Then, when it was evident he was never going to be the starter and it was to his team, he went to Oklahoma. But he was a good teammate. Let me stay one more year. I don't want to look like I'm running from something. He should have. I saw it and I was like, this guy's a great teammate. He's a great teammate. That's a guy who, like Tom Brady, likes everybody in the locker room. Here's Wentz's mistake. If there's 53 dudes in a locker room, Wentz likes 21 of them. Right? He likes 21 of them. Okay? You know, it's funny. Joe Burrow still has a love for Ohio State. You see him talk about it all the time. He never wanted to leave Ohio State. I saw him at an Ohio State game earlier in the year. He was on the sidelines with LeBron, I think, or somebody. Jalen Hurts, I guarantee you, in his soul, he loves what he did at Oklahoma. I guarantee you he loves that program and he loves that. But he's an Alabama guy. When I look at Jalen Hurts, I see Alabama. I don't see Sooners. Especially after Saturday. I don't know what Brett Venables is going to do, but you get your ass kicked by your rival. 49-0. Hey, Brett. I can't think that sundial's got a lot of sand left in it. (laughs) You can't get killed like that, son. (laughs) You cannot get killed like that. (laughs) You just can't. Okay? You can't get killed like that. Dak getting trash thrown at him tells you about Dallas fans. Hey, you know what, Dak? Always remember this, dude. He makes $45 million. It is all good. <laughs> he, he's going to be able to get over the trash being thrown at him. I think it's. I think he's all right. Hey, you know what, Sandman? I heard that that Milton Williams got a mitt on that, on that field goal. I'm going to have to look at the 22. I'm going to look at the 22 and see if he got a mitt on it. I'll let you guys know tomorrow when I see the 22. Okay, we lost 55-17 before losing to Texas, 49-0. Dang, I can't believe the Sooners got rocked like that. Nas says, I was the only guy rooting for Jalen. I've been rooting for him since his freshman year at Bama. Easy to root for a guy. Easy to root for him. It's easy to root for Jalen Hurts. I mean that. It's easy to root for him. And you know what, too? Some of the criticism that I give, this guy is one of those guys that he thinks it's conversation like I do. It's not personal. Because he goes out and wins. Xander started the show off with this. You know, Sills, since he was, like, in Texas in high school, everywhere he's gone, there's got to be a premium on winning. He's right. You know, you got to do it for Garoppolo, too. 
40 and 17 in the NFL. I'd put that record up against anybody over the last 65 games on who's got a better one loss record than Jimmy Garoppolo. I'd put that record up against anybody. Vols on Saturday versus Bama, bro. They're going to need, in my opinion, in that volunteer game, they're good. Bama's going to need Bryce Young in that game. That's why they kept him out this past weekend against AM. AM, AM played him hard, man. On the road, too. Tuscaloosa. They, they played him hard. For whatever reason, that offense just stinks at College Station this year. But Bama's got Will Anderson. I mean, I would take Garoppolo over a pack of Twinkies. <laughs> I don't really like Twinkies anymore, man. When I found out what the white stuff was in there, and not really for me, I don't know. Tennessee's offense is loaded, especially at the wide receiver position. Jalen reminds me of Trump with the media. <laughs> Maniac, don't do that. Don't do that to the kid. Are you crazy? Twinkies are good. Dunked in milk, right? Dunked in milk. Dunked in milk. Hey, dude, we, I, I have no idea. It could be Michael Urban tomorrow. It could be Jimmy tomorrow. Um, it could be Charles Haley. Um, we're going to put some Cowboy guys on. We're going to mix it in, too. I know Merrill Reese is going to join us this week. Um, I'm working on – you know what? We should probably bring back Keith Byers, right? Probably bring back Keith Byers. Those Dallas Cowboy rivalries. So I'll see if I can get Keith Byers on. I'm trying to get Keith Jackson on too this week uh, so that we can get his ass on too. It's Cowboy week. All that stuff. Hey, Cardinals, watch this. After today, Cardinals, it's over. <laughs> it's Dallas Cowboy week. It's the game of the year. Sunday night football. 5-0 and versus 4-1. and Who gives a shit who the quarterback is? This is the game that Jalen Hurts is going to start his journey to whether he's going to get paid or not, big money. Okay? This is going to be the game. After this game on Sunday, okay? He, by, by the way, I told you these last two weeks or these next two weeks were going to be money games. He completely showed me I'd rather have him than Kyle Murray as my quarterback. Okay? So he's already shown me as an organization guy that I would take him over him. That guy makes $46.1 million. Just put that back in your hat. Now, if he beats, I don't give a shit if Dak's in or not. It's the Cowboys. Cowboys got a formidable defense. Formidable. Guys, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You guys were great. Please hit the like button. We will see you tomorrow going 3 to 6 Eastern. It is Cowboy Week. Oh, by the way, I've got the Chiefs tonight. Pretty substantially over the Raiders tonight, too. 30 to 17. I think Mahomes goes nuts tonight, too. So we'll see you tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern time. Sander, great stuff. And we'll see you on the flip side. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.